They saw my power, man. Ain't no way they're gonna dog me this year. Number nine and number 43. The rest of you, if your number wasn't called, better luck next year. Oh, hey, coach, what's going on here, man? What about me? Gilmore. Gilmore, I, uh, I called your number, didn't I? No, 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 you didn't. Oh. Well, better luck next year. <laughs> <laughs> now that wasn't very nice. Get down to it, boppers. It's the Ron Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, Chris Stanley, Eastside Dave, MacDonald. I'm going to guess, Chris Stanley, you did that song for Earl and Blowhard today. That's just for them. 
Little Johnny Thunders to help ease the pain. There for the first half, it looked like they had it. Well, not had it, but they were in the game. And I will guarantee you, side Dave McDonald, you were sweating bullets during that first half. I was a tad nervous, I'll say that. Yeah, because they did look decent. Yeah. I'm not going to say they look great. I'm not going to say they looked awesome. They looked like they a were decent what, football They were up, team. what, 11 there for a second? 17-6. Yep. And, and they let uh, Peyton get one last drive with a few minutes to go. And as soon as that happened, I go, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you even, even if you would have went in 17-3 or whatever, you would have said to yourself, Peyton can bring this thing back at any time. Uh, two good football games, though. Uh, what more do you want? You got all the excitement you needed. Fez Watley, despite all your crying, you got uh, two tough games yesterday. Got uh, two good games yesterday, but I don't know. I, I'm just not sure. I still don't have the fever. Well, then, then it's you. <laughs> you uh, if you would have said to me I didn't appreciate those two games or something was wrong with those two games, then you would have been on to something. But if you agree that the games are there and we uh, we have teams that you, you that could go either way. It could go either way in the Super Bowl. There's not much more you can ask for, Dave. No, this is a great Super Bowl. It's the matchup we wanted, though, I think. Best team in NFC, best team in AFC. Number that, one that seeds. That really happens, you know? Number one seeds. Number one seeds, y'all. I mean, usually someone goes down, you know? So the, the fact that we got the two best teams from start to finish is great. Great. Uh, here is Garth in Indiana. We talked to you the other day. How you doing, Garth? Good, fellas. Hey, happy Monday. Uh, glad the Colts are in. Uh, sorry, Jets fans, and uh, Blowhard as well. Sorry to, you know, Don't apologize. To come back and <laughs> start kicking some ass. Well, uh, there had to be a reality check, and there it was. Um, yeah. And don't forget, these two teams were also uh, fourteen, what, thirteen or fourteen and zero at one point. Yeah, this this is you know there was at certain times of the year these were uh, the two front runners at one time. They were lining up my undefeated Super Bowl, which I would have been immensely excited <laughs> about. But because we can't care about being undefeated, I'll just take the two number one seeds. How are the people in Indianapolis? Are they confident, or is there? Oh, any... oh, this is great. This is great for all of us. And uh, I live here in uh, uh, hometown of Purdue, so uh, uh, we're loving it that Drew Brees is getting, uh, you know, getting a lot of attention too. What was with Peyton Manning yesterday after the game when they're um, they're awarding the trophy? I don't stick around for the trophies. Yeah, so tell me what's up. They're giving him the Lamar Hunt trophy, and he's like so unenthusiastic, almost like n not arrogant, but embarrassed up there. He was like completely shy. Well, and here's, here's what the situation is. When you're Peyton Manning at this point, you have the kind of season that you had. The only thing that matters is the Super Bowl. There's no building in Peyton Manning's. Not, not oh, we're just happy to be here. If you went back to week six, week eight, week ten, he was expected to be exactly there. So you don't keep getting excited. It's one of the things that the veterans have. Yeah. He was. This is what he was. He was embarrassed yesterday. Like he, like this should be his third or fourth time going to the Super Bowl. He said that. No, he didn't say it. I could just tell it in his demeanor. Hmm. Well, you have, he, was, he was embarrassed yesterday, and it's like he didn't want the spotlight on him because he feels like he should have done more already. Um. I didn't. I don't stick around for the seeing who holds up a trophy when I got another game. Matter of fact, I didn't watch it for either game. 
It, it feels too much then like you're 11. <laughs> that, here's a grown man holding up a trophy. It's kind of fucking embarrassing to me. All right, Garth, uh, good luck with this. Yeah, man. Uh, take it easy. All right, peace. And uh, here's a gentleman whose team went far, but just not far enough. Our own Blahard. Blahard. There's got to be a morning after. Well, that would be today. Hey, I'm calling up to take my lumps. I called it wrong, but you know what? The Very big wrong. picture is, shut up. The big picture is it's not taking lumps. the balance of power in the AFC <laughs> has changed. And that this team, nobody not really. I called the Bengals game. I called the San Diego game. For 30 minutes, we were on our way. This team, no matter what happened yesterday, has a bright future, and I'm proud of them. Did they lose? Of course. You're going against the best quarterback, the fucking Terminator of quarterbacks. Yeah. And the Jets, I, mean, I could say injuries, I could say this and that, but the bottom line is the better team won. It's going to be a good Super Bowl, but the Jets, they didn't let me down, Ronnie B. And you and I know that this team is going to be around for the next five, six, seven years, and they've just got something great to build on. I haven't, as a Jet fan, ever said in decades that we got a franchise quarterback who played a great game yesterday. Isn't it surprising a... that the Jets are heading up as the Giants are heading down? It's very shocking. <laughs> yeah, their inbred quarterback it. was up in the stands eating corn dogs watching us so, well, so much. Wait, and Dave, lost. if you bring up the luck factor, I Losers. got Scott Norwood, wide right. How's that for luck? Here, here. Oh, come on, <laughs> stop it. Here, the one thing is, uh, a memo to New York, um, save the pep rallies for the Giants, the Yankees, teams that close. Oh, Yankees, what happened to your Phillies? Not the Jets. What happened to your Phillies? Jets uh, aren't closers. What happened to Mr. I'm going to fly a Tom Cotton? I'm, I'm a Yankees fan. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm a Giants fan. Okay, uh, they won. All right. Blow you, have yeah. you have the credibility of a WWE referee. Let me just say this. The Colts are okay, probably going to win chair. this game. But the bottom line was, Ronnie B. Fez, that I'm not ashamed of this franchise. You shouldn't They've be. been yeah. a laughing stock for years, and now stop. we're going to be the big kid on the block. So the rest of the AFC better watch out. So I'm... I'm, I'm excited. I'm disappointed. We were this close. It hurt. But you know what? We'll be back. All right, Blowhard. There he goes. Uh, nice season for the Jets, but it is over a little later on in the show. Uh, it's what we're waiting for, of course. And right now we're waiting for the rest of the media ride, but I will be doing a press conference announcing uh, some of the facts about the Super Bowl, including who's going. So if you have an NFL team out there, whether you happen to be in Phoenix, Seattle, Philadelphia, Miami, uh, stay close to your radios. Coming up very soon, I'm going to make the announcement of who the Super Bowl teams are going to be. Um, do me a favor, Dave. Yes. Don't keep putting a stick in that beehive. Okay. This is why you always end up in the online fights, why I've got emails today about you. All right. Because you just blow hard at his thing, let him say his piece, move on. Okay. All right? That's all you need to do for me. All right. Uh, Dan, you're on the Ron Fez show. Fez is I used to try to uh, fucking time asset for that exact moment. Why hang up? I was just going to fucking run the whole album. Because it's one of those albums I just don't do a song off of. No, man. I don't have them on fucking Stumble. You're either in for the entire album 
or that's it. You'll just get it at another time. I don't go picking and choosing. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Davey Mac, what's in your mind out of the uh, news today? What's the big Ichiban for you? Um, the big Ichiban is that there was a woman in Georgia who was arrested after she forced her 12-year-old son to kill his pet hamster with a hammer as punishment for a bad grade. Now, let me guess. Um, that's a bad thing to do. <laughs> well, the, but you're seeing more and more of these stories. You are not seeing more stories of women taking hammers and forcing their children to kill pets. Well, I mean, this like... is what I uh, I'd like to explain to America, uh, because you know the story will get on the news and everybody will go, "Well, that's awful." You know, it's terrible. Yes, we're all on the side of that. There's no one who's going to go, well, when I was a kid, I had hamsters, and I'm fine. Right. There's no fucking reason even to pick up this story and start to discuss it. Well, I was thinking, though, because for the longest time, parents were not allowed to discipline their kids with... Which you think is a good thing. Spanking is a bad thing. So let's get back into that again. You can feel like... You push Fez into a corner, right? No, I'm just saying that we're now seeing the gauntlet go the other way. The gauntlet, the gauntlet never goes the other way. There's no the pendu pendulum. Yeah, the pendulum should go other <laughs> it way. It swung the other way. So the other way is, if you can't hit your child, put a hammer in your kids and make them kill a fucking hamster. Well, and you that's feel extreme. I'm saying. Well, then it, that, then that would not be the pendulum fucking but, swinging. Well, I was saying though that it's this is a symptom of us handcuffing parents to do some kind of discipline on their children. They can't even like yell at them anymore. And, and I'm not saying well, that this is obviously a, a terrible story. Are you sure it's obvious to you because <laughs> you see you you think that the gauntlet has swung <laughs> over there now. Right. Obviously, I mean, this is a bad story, but the thing is, it's, this is, once you have, you know, you, you, you put the parents, you say, hey, you're not allowed to touch Could your kids. Could you come to work not wearing a Snuggie every day? Because here's the it's thing. You always shirt. come in here in some kind of comfortable hoodie, and I think it keeps you in a, I'm the, still in bed mood. No, it's the weather. Um, the big story, of course, and you were part of it, Dave, and this would be an Ichiban, but... Uh, we'll look back into, of course, the the concert for Haiti mm. that George Clooney, and I forgot to say it the correct way, the great George Clooney put on the other night, raised $57 million for the uh, troubled people of Haiti. Let's swing the gauntlet over the other way, Dave, and find out how your Twitio went. You did the first ever... I did the first ever Twittyothon uh -huh. where we were trying to. How tweet. many people were manning the phones? Uh, there was at least three. Well, first of all, I tuned in to your Twittyothon. Yes. And all I saw was you playing air hockey <laughs> and claiming for every goal you cho you right. scored that was for Haiti. Yes. Not even giving the money. No, I, don't, I yeah, I don't have money to spend. But I was tweeting support for Haiti. That's and, that's the key. And, and you only had one phone. Here's how I. Here's what I thought of it. Yes, tasteless. Really? You thought I, so? Because I was. I thought it was tasteless. Well, I was supporting Haiti, and I mean, also I found it to be very weird. And I hope oh, the yeah. Shorty Awards understand that that was weird. Maybe get out of that uh, that too comfortable uh, okay. sweatshirt. 
You know, it's almost like a uh, a school thing or a church thing. You can't get the kids too comfortable. All right. Yeah, no, it's just because Did of the Did you get any sleep last night? Not a lot. Um, yeah. I thought the, uh, the Twidio-thon was, so, did what it was supposed to do, generate support. Uh, race, race in Buffalo, you're on the Ron Fez Show. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, hey, didn't you kill your neighbor's uh, puppy with a hammer? Uh, well, my father made me kill my neighbor's dog, and that's because, you know, my father said they were on to us, they were watching us, they knew what we were doing. And I'm like this, Daddy, you're gacked. <laughs> you are so fucking wired. And he goes like this. Just get the puppy. Just do what I say and make sure that puppy doesn't talk to anybody. And then I go, why are you acting like this? And he actually looked at me and said, son, you're going to understand this when you're older. The gauntlet has swung the other way. <laughs> he said that? Yeah, and then he made me run the pendulum. <laughs> so uh, he, he, What, what, what does that shirt Chris even mean this time? This means back and forth. Forever and ever? Yes. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Tom in Stony Brook, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, buddy? How we doing? Good. Uh, just read before that Avatar, more than likely today, will pass Titanic for the number one movie of all time in the box office. Well, pretty interesting. there's a couple of different things. One, we're talking worldwide. The other, we're talking uh, in America. And Fez, when you did your Batman will be the biggest movie of all time. Right. You had to push it back to, well, just America, because the feeling was the worldwide Titanic record couldn't be touched. Um, Avatar has already beat Titanic everywhere outside of America. Uh, over this past weekend, it crushed and destroyed the Batman uh, movie, so it's now number two, and it's a number two worldwide. Uh, only a couple million off. Now, I don't normally get up into the uh, box office and who's doing what, but for James Cameron to take that many years off, and how many years are we talking? It's like twelve, twelve years, twelve fucking years. It's a re this is a ridiculous thing to happen. It's a stunning thing to happen. It's against all odds, and. We never realize this, but people really just like to see blue people uh, fight with Americans. <laughs> and that, that was the fucking key time and time again. Wes Anderson missed it. Yeah. PTM, get some blue people and have them be better than Americans. Uh, are you surprised to see the, uh, the Batman thing go down, Fez? I'm shocked. I, I don't understand America anymore. You have the greatest villain performance of all time in Heath Ledger as the Joker. And the blue people pass up the Dark Knight. I don't understand America. Well, uh, Batman wasn't 3D, and uh, Batman just... Well, here's the other thing that's weird about this. You also shouldn't have the big blockbuster this time of year. Like, Batman had to go up against whatever other popcorn movie week after week after week. This fucking Avatar, opening in the winter, out there on its own... You know, running against some fucking independent films, some documentaries, and people are showing up to see the uh, the Avatar in a big, big way. You liked it, no, Dave? Or? I thought I gave it a B, all for the special effects, none for the story. But people will always show up for a special effects phenomenon. Titanic was, whether we want to admit it or but not. we put out 
18 fucking special effects phenomenons every year now. It's fucking, uh, by the time you, you, you're in March, all the way to September, every week, you know, the kids are saying, I can't wait till next week, they're going to blow right. up the fucking Chrysler building again. Just, it's the same shit. So this happens, so there had to be hundreds and hundreds of opportunities for people to beat this Titanic, and they had to wait for James Cameron to come out of his fucking coma and do it again. It's fucking crazy. So you, you can't sit around and act like, oh, this is lucky, or, you know, America's stupid, according to, to Fez, because the whole fucking world. There's kids hmm. in Uganda who are going like this. I can't wait to fucking get there. It's a three-day. <laughs> can't wait. Oh, that's why, though. The, the new technology played a pivotal but role. I don't see where it's all that new. I don't see where it was any better 3D than anything else that's but, come out. But, you know, even in the new technology, he brought it. He was the one who fucking, you know, brought in all those different kind of cameras yeah. and stuff. Um, not 3D, but all whatever they're giving him credit for now. James, what can we do for you, buddy? Ron, did you see the SAG Awards this weekend on E? Uh, I have to catch the free like game. Yeah. All right, I'm not even going to fucking talk to him about that. Uh, yeah, I did see the uh, SAG Awards. Um, I those people love to say that they're actors. Uh, big, big upset for you, Fez. The woman that you hate above all else, uh, Sandra Bullock, beat the great Meryl Streep as the actress to love in the SAG Awards. Yeah. Again, it's. I hope that this is just, you know, that since it was SAG, maybe there's a lot of Sandra Bullock's friends that were voting for this thing. Well, a lot of the same people are going to be voting for the Oscars. This is, this is um, the indicator right now that Sandra Bullock is the front runner. Now, we don't know how much since they split the Golden Globes, but she definitely would have to be considered... The front run on that front runner now, even though the Oscars haven't even the nominations haven't come out yet, right? Nope, they have not come out yet. So uh, that looks like uh, a big race. It looks like Best Actor is pretty much uh, sewed up. Uh, Best Supporting Actress is, so, is sewn up. Best Supporting Actor is sewn up. Not too sure where they're going to go on Best Picture. And, of course, uh, Best Director. Those two normally go together. They might get split this year. Like you could see uh, a Catherine Bigelow win as director, but then they turn over and give the Best Picture to Avatar. Uh, what are your thoughts on it, Dave? I think that uh, Catherine Bigelow is going to clean up. I think that she will win for Best Director, and I do think Hurt Locker will win for Best Picture. Based on? Based on the fact that the ridiculous amount of good reviews that it was uh, that it received from the critics, and also the fact that it does seem to be a movie that has an edge, and it's maybe the best Iraq war movie we've we've seen thus far. Which I don't know if that's saying a lot. But it's saying something. Because the Brothers with Tobey Maguire was unfucking watchable. I walked out of a DVD on that. Oh, there's been a lot of bad Iraq movies, yeah. Um, I honestly think that Avatar would have had a real chance, but this, hey, let's put in five other popcorn movies, has probably fucked up that chance. Because mm. now maybe some of the people that would have voted with that are going to vote for something else fucking silly. Yeah. I'm pulling for Inglorious Bastards because I do feel like that was the best picture. Well, they did win at the SAG Awards, which was, you know, very nice for them. Yeah. So uh, out of the awards season, Avatar's won some stuff. Uh, 
Hurt Locker has won probably the most of the stuff, and then Inglorious Bastards. So really, you wouldn't be that surprised if any of those three won. That would be terrific. Where I think you would be really surprised now if George Clooney suddenly wins the Best Actor over Jeff Bridges. I think you'd be like, what? He doesn't deserve it. I mean, he's won his Oscar and, and just Wait, performance but do you, versus Do you understand what he did for Haiti? Yeah, he Those raised people 58. had nothing. $58 million, most of it was coming out of his pocket. Really? He's a wonderful man. All right, here's something George Clooney has to stop at these award ceremonies. This is going back to Batman again. Are you mad at him over the Batman? I am still mad at him over the Batman, but this is a different thing. Mm -hmm. When anyone goes on stage at these award ceremonies and mentions the Haiti Telethon, what is this whole crazy bashful act that George Clooney's doing? George Clooney... Oh my gosh, he's got to look down at the table and he can't even look up at the camera. He's just so embarrassed that he's done such good work and he's so shy and bashful. Do you realize this is the second time in the short time that this show's been on? Really only the second time that you've talked today and have uh, accused a man of being bashful. <laughs> this is... I don't know whether you did something with your therapist and shyness came out, but... <laughs> Twice now, you are saying grown men are shy and embarrassed. Did it dawn on you that you were running a theme? No, it didn't, because George Clooney's bashfulness is fake. It's fake. He goes up on stage, he maybe presents he, awards, he gets awards. Maybe he thought he should have won three or four uh, Super Bowls by now. Oh, I don't see that. Never a good defensive line. George Clooney? No. Maybe you never saw those fucking uh, Ocean's Eleven's films. Yeah, I thought he was... Uh, he's got so many guys that have so many different skills. I put a lot of points on the board, but I don't think they could stop anybody. Um, no one ever even understands what actually happened at the end of those films, <laughs> including the screenwriters. Certainly number two. I was like, what is it? A CGI crystal? or It was like the ending of The Great Muppet Caper. And then how about uh, the third one? Where they had some kind of Batman potion to make women into you, and then create an earthquake. The second one, they, it, it became Fletch with bad disguises. You're like, what the fuck? What, 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 what's up with the fucking like big nose look? Oh, uh, they're into it in a big, big way. Didn't look good. Uh, it was the third that they used the big nose. Right? Yeah, the third one. Yeah. It was just Fletch. Uh, you don't like Fletch? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't flesh. even have a fucking look. At I'm, a, right I'm a vacation. Now. You know guy. what? Put your fucking dirty sweatshirt that you jack off back on again. <laughs> I'm a vacation guy. What, what are they on at the same time? <laughs> Can't deal any other way. Uh, Ken's Richmond, Virginia. You're on the Run of Fez show. Mr. B, I eat your gun for you. All right, let me hit this. <laughs> and let's see what you have. A kickable dust and kicking. Gary Coleman gets arrested in Utah for domestic violence. Again. Uh, this Gary Coleman will not take shit off a woman. I don't know whether his mother forced him to beat a hamster to death as a child, but he will not take shit off a woman. All right, it is time to uh, make the announcement right now. I will be announcing um, the teams that will be attending the Super Bowl. Is everybody from the press here? All right, start your cameras, and we'll start this right now. 
Ladies and gentlemen, here he is to announce the Super Bowl, Mr. Ron Bennington. Thank you. For the very weak production piece. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Quite the build-up. Uh... First of all, I, I wish I could announce every team. I wish I could tell you that your special home team is going to the Super Bowl. I could only pick two. I'd like to tell you, tell you it was some kind of uh, battle royal and everybody would have a chance. But I'm down to two teams. Uh, let me pick the away team. And I know many of you wanted to see Brett Favre get the opportunity to get in there. But I am somewhat worried about ball control with that team. Uh, I'm just worried what Adrian Peterson is like right now. And I worry that Favre is going to, at a critical moment, throw a, a crazy pass against the grain and lose the game. So I'm going to move on and say the away team in the Super Bowl is your Norland Saints. They will be the away team. Uh, and I obviously have a lot of friends in New York, but I could not in good conscience pick the Jets. I picked the number one seed to be our home team, the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, you are coming. Don't look embarrassed at me, Peyton. Don't pull a Clooney. You deserve to be here. All right, so this is going to be on television Sunday, February 7th at 6.25 p.m. I am going to make sure that uh, we'll also be get, getting a pregame show leading up to that. Uh, and the network that I picked is CBS. CBS, congratulations. <laughs> CBS is the Tiffany Network. And uh, deserved it this year. Looked over a lot of different teams to air the game and decided to go with uh, Jim Nance and former Super Bowl MVP Phil Simms will be joining him. So many cities wanted this one, but I said, let's take it back to the sunshine. It's at the Sun Life Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. Miami, congratulations. You got the Super Bowl again. Do not let me down. Unless you cap the price on the hookers, you can find this thing heading over to New Orleans, Texas again, Southern California. I don't care. Let's make sure you run a great Super Bowl down there, Miami. Halftime show. Um, I was looking very hard at up with people, but I decided to pick half of a legendary band. The Who. The Who, ladies and gentlemen. And part of the excitement level for The Who is I'm hiring 350, 400 kids to come running out with something glowing. Have them jump, jump up and down. They're going to play the part of you, the audience. So The Who is not going to die. They're not, no matter what they do, they, they don't even have to play a hit. Those kids are paid to go crazy. Um... And I'll just let everybody on Madison Avenue know 
we're looking at about $3.1 million per commercial. So make them good commercials. That's it. Congratulations to the Colts, the Saints, the city of Miami. There will be no question. Fezzi, at least excited about uh, the Super Bowl now and seeing the commercials? I know you like those. I am excited about the commercials. I have no clue, other than Tim Tebow uh, against abortion, I have no idea what any of these commercials are going to be. Am I crazy, or is he looking more and more embarrassed? <laughs> Tim Tebow, just about any time I see him now, he's doing that fake embarrassment. Like I should have three or four abortions by now. Uh... David Mack, this one really shapes up. It could be one of the great Super Bowls of all time. I think it will be. I can't see a boring Super Bowl with this one. I mean, you have, I mean, Drew Brees and Peyton are pretty much equal this year. This what's, year. What's really interesting is Drew Brees didn't even have an exciting game. And look how many points they put up. Yeah, hey, it was crazy. It seemed like, eh, we're the Saints. And then you look at the score and you're like, well, they're scoring just as much as the Vikings. <laughs> but it just oddly did not feel like it. Well, I think that they're very equal. I don't see either offense having an advantage over either defense. I think they're pretty much on par. You expect a high 20, early 30 type game, just similar to the Viking Saints yesterday. I think if I had to uh, choose, though, who has more weapons, I think Brees has more weapons this year. I really do. Because you've just seen them explode a couple times. He has the better running game, too. If yeah. Reggie Bush runs the way he did a couple weeks ago, not yesterday, but a couple... Sean in Albany, you're on a Fez. Hey, I'm usually not a fan of the commercials, but did y'all happen to catch the Walmart clown commercial during the games this weekend? Sean, not only did I catch the commercial, I paused it, ran it back, and said to my chick, come out of the kitchen, sit down, and watch this. Best clown ever. <laughs> Why they did not save that for the Super Bowl, beyond me. Fucking hysterical. But I saw it three times before I um, I said to myself, oh, really, Walmart? I had no idea what it was for because <laughs> right. I was just too busy enjoying a screaming clown. Bill in New Jersey, you're on the Ron Fez Show. A big ass, 29875, Let me do this. Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! And that means you have a card. Yes. Mm -hmm. And a real card, not like the fake online cards. Not like the friggin' Al Dukes never sent out cards. That's true. I got mine. This is awful. Hey, Ronnie B., could you do me a favor with the Super Bowl? I don't want any friggin' Pepsi commercials. I hate that goddamn product. It's off the boards. Thank you. Oh. Another announcement. I want to make this a clean and happy Super Bowl for everybody. I was surprised about the Phil Sims Jim Nance announcement. There's plenty of surprises. I, that was a shocker to me. Yeah. Well, believe me, I looked over everybody. I thought I took Deardorf. a lot of times with this. Yeah, I thought Danny Deardorf was back in. You're always thinking of Deardorf. <laughs> There's not a day goes by, and by Dago, I'm talking about Italians. But not a day goes by you don't bring up that guy's name. <laughs> now, speaking of Italians, uh, Dave, you know how all you kids, you're just loving on the Jersey Shore. Yes. Today is the day they have to make a decision. MTV is playing hardball with them. They've decided to do a friends-type negotiation where we go in there and we negotiate for season two of Jersey Shore as a team. They've been offered, I think, $10,000 a week each. Per episode. They want more to lay on the couch, drink, and fuck each other in a hot tub. <laughs> and 
MTV thinks 10 G's is enough, and they're going, no, we need more. MTV has come back and said, we've got another cast of Italians. They're exactly the same as your people. <laughs> There's no real fucking difference. Any of you guys that want to sign, you're more than welcome, but you have till today. All right, let's do a little uh, Radio Psychic here. Radio Psychic. Radio Psychic. Do they spin the wheel? Do they make the deal? Davey Mac, you first. Do not make the deal. Not fair. Conan this motherfucker. Conan it. The Hills cast makes 100 Gs per episode. Jersey Shore ratings dwarf that of the Hills. I've never seen the Hills. Just It's it's even more annoying people, the, but they're rich and very waspy. And this is the girl with the bad fucking, she's got like... Heidi Montag started from the Hills. I saw her over the weekend saying she's I everywhere. can't smile. I get it. Yeah, she did to herself. Yeah. I mean, we all have sympathy for I her. do. I really surgery, feel bad for her. 22-year-old. Well, 10 of them. She's 22? She yeah, she was hot, too. She was cute. She was, like, really, like, a nice, you know, typical girl-next-door look. Right. Blonde and white. Yeah. She needed, she's um, smiling too much. <laughs> you know who else did the same thing? It makes sense. Jack Pounce. Refused oh. to smile. Went and got the face tightened. Yeah. So you're saying... Sit out. Sit I have out. nothing to do with it. Sit out. Do you think they're going to follow what you say, or you think? I think uh, MTV will buckle, and I can only pray Jesus to that. That will happen. All right. Well, go ahead and pray to Jesus. Please, Jesus, let MTV buckle. I want the original cast on Jersey Shore too. You know, Catholics don't do those kind of personal prayers. <laughs> I knew you weren't a Catholic. Hicks, <laughs> uh, what about for you? They should take it, but they're too dumb. They're not. They're going to find ten more Guidos to fill that fucking house with, and they'll just. And you won't know stars. the difference. And then everybody next year is going to be like this. Oh, my God, Tony is the best, and Marie is incredible. These kids are so fucking stupid. This really helps me look down my nose at Jersey. <laughs> All right, so you think they're not going to make the deal, and they should. Oh, they have to. It's 10 grand they a week for fucking and drinking. Fucking drinking plus laundry. So let's not fucking forget. Because... Uh, I imagine you think they look too embarrassed right now? A little bit, yeah. They are going to take MTV's deal. MTV's not going to offer them any more money. They're going to panic, and they will take MTV's offer as is. But it's not panicking if you take 10 Gs. You know what I mean? 10 Gs a week when you have no skills. It's not like they... And they. I guess they have to wait a year before they can go do another show. And you have to admit, it all starts to look differently a year from now. Right. Yes. I, I do don't think that. people are going to sit around being like, I can't wait to Snooky's contract uh, is over. <laughs> and then she can come back at even an extra 40 fucking pounds. <laughs> right. But, I mean, that the, there's so much character in this original cast. It's, no, there's not. People want, this, people want Snooky's it's situation. It's exactly the fucking same. You will then get... why you're you're right about that? Snooki and the situation seem to be the fucking yeah the the show. They are. Why are they getting paid the same as the other fucks? Well, because they wanted to help their fellow castmates out. I mean, it's you know that's they a were, fucking mistake. They were being loyal to their fellow but, people. But that's a mistake. Who they should be loyal to is the fucking idiots that said you got no talent. We're putting you in anyway. And I say that not because I believe it, just to sit around and talk. They need to go. Because <laughs> I could give two fucks. <laughs> what they should do is go ask John Gostlin about playing hardball with a network, with a channel. Who? John Gostlin. You were supposed to do exactly. That's the that's the old joke. Exactly. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, but even if you don't, that show was over, too. These shows have a shelf life. Yeah, I know, and that's why these kids are smart for wanting more money. They uh, they they realize we need a hundred thousand. If the hills gets a hundred, hundred million. So so do we. No, hundred thousand. Hundred million. And then <laughs> and then when they're nobodies in two thousand and eleven, they have money because right now you know the, the show's only on for. Ten episodes. So you're you're talking about how much f you 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 got almost five million people to watch the series finale on MTV, which is the biggest show ever. But uh, everything that you're telling me is true, except for we don't know whether it's these guys or some other ten Italians. It just doesn't matter. People just find that fucking type of kid funny. Right, but 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 MTV has had other shows that you know, like a a, a real but, world that's done well. But look at look at Survivor. Yeah. The the show is the fucking thing in Survivor, not the contestants. So in this case, we don't know whether it's these kids or not. Well, and the reason why we don't know is they don't have any fucking talent besides getting really drunk and pulling their pants down. We have nothing. We have no idea what they can do. Paul D can uh, DJ. I'm not sure who Pauly D is. He's got I know the big he's hair. not Snooky or Ronnie or the situation. He's got the, the hair that's blown out. But the, uh, the, Don't the, they all? No, just, well, I mean, well, he, his is really blown out. Oh, really blown out. <laughs> um, the Extra other gel. thing is that Osborne's was a phenom on MTV. Then MTV tried to make, remember, Carmen Electra had a show, like a, a, a show and, and Travis Barker and all these celebrity but, but, Yes, families. because you were talking about celebrities there, and then you would say... What talent do these people bring? What fucking talent does Snooki have? Well, that that is her talent is Sam being a re reality show person who's drunk, who gets into fights. Yes, they all do that. I, I have that talent. Yeah, Jesus are you telling me <laughs> I couldn't do a thing called Pepper Hicks and Astoria, and the kids wouldn't just love the shit out of it? When America fixates on a certain cast, that's what they want to see. Here's what here's the cast I want to get on a show. Fred from Brooklyn, Frenchie, Mafia Life Chris, Crazed. Okay. Just people who listen to the show. That would be a good show. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'd definitely tune in. But when if they replace this cast, there's going to be a lot of people like myself who will say they're, they're just trying to be... Like, the right. uh, girl who parties a lot will be trying to be like... Mafia Life Chris uh, basically knows what uh, is going on. And he say, Snooki may get her own... Snooking for love show. Yeah. Um, yeah, she might. But right now, for the next year, she's signed MTV. There'll still be a snooking for love show for her. If she just waits a fucking year. Maybe. But MTV should do what's right. Pay these kids. I, 10 G's a fucking week seems pretty good when you don't, you're not doing anything. They don't pay the real world kids that. No, you're right, but these, but the real world kids have never gotten them the biggest rated show in the history of MTV. I had no idea. They yes. have to be rewarded. Yes. Wait a minute, this is bigger than anything else. This is anything bigger than when Michael Jackson used to go on and no, have a I'm big... No, I'm talking reality shows. All right, so that's not the biggest show in the history no, of MTV. No, the, the biggest reality show, but that's all MTV does is re reality shows for the last 20 years. So there, there's been... Not true. Hundreds of episodes of different shows that have come out. This is the biggest. Um... Here is uh, Andrew in New Jersey. You're on my first. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, last Friday, the, the people from Jersey Shore did a personal appearance at a club in Montclair. And the club holds about 800 people. And 3,000 people showed up. It was like a big brouhaha. 
So maybe they think they're more popular than they are now. You it's know? popular. That is definitely popular, but it doesn't mean it's going to fucking stay that way. And the fact that they're fucking popular in North Jersey is not all that surprising. A lot of those 3,000 might show... You take that entire 3,000 people in the episode, right? Yes. And that showed up that week and go like this. Do you honestly think you and your friends could do this just as good? And those 3,000 people would beat Snooki to death <laughs> for a chance to be on that fucking show, blowing out their hair, lifting weights, tanning, doing laundry, <laughs> making things happen. With all the arrests, they're also not worth all the trouble. Oh, you can't be MTV what loves that. I'm very uh, confused. It seems like every day there's someone from Jersey Shore getting arrested. That's what makes the show. For what? If there's some sort of fight in a bar. Oh, you mean on the show? On the show? Uh, yeah, on the but, oh, in, in real life or on the show? Uh, you see it in the paper, because I don't watch the show. Both. Really? So, yeah, it happens on the show, and then it goes to court in real life. But it doesn't matter. I mean, that's what MTV likes. They'll, they'll pay to bail the kid out. Well, then that should be part of their salary. And salary. They should be paid a nice salary. They don't like that. They're a lot. They're very big on the cheese. All right. Now you know how I don't like uh, Jesus Christ. Tell MTV Mob Candy will do it for a grand. All right, you're gonna have to either call in, but you can't text me during the show. It's very annoying. I shouldn't have mentioned the other one. Somebody went and got my phone. Um, and Mob Candy is up to do something really big, and it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same fucking show as Snucky. Right now, everybody be talking about Mafia Life, Chris, like it mattered. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of the reality shows. Um, and actually, I didn't want to talk. Uh, I didn't really want to talk about this. But I believe this has something to do with my addictions uh, and my addictive personality. But um, I am now, and I don't even want to say it in front of Chris Stanley. I, I might even want to send him away because that kid is like a mirror image, though. Uh, I am now on a Project Runway Fantasy League. And... Wow. Uh... It's every bit as good as the NFL Fantasy League that we had. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's insanely... <laughs> I, <be> a part. <laughs> I know. Is you there money think... in this? Sounds yeah. fantastic. There's money. Uh, you get big money for... I mean, you get big points for if you win. And of course, you lose points for if you lose. But then there... You lose points if, you're, if the guy you picked cries. Um... <laughs> You get points for make it work. Uh, you lose points if they end up using a glue gun. Um, I think you get points if someone says fierce. And it really goes to show it has nothing to do with fucking football or baseball or basketball. It's just really about the fucking juice from betting along. That betting is really the good thing. I've never seen Project Runway, but I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I was thinking, because here's what I was doing, um, and, and I I would oh, I would never be a Project Runway guy, but now I found myself slow motioning, going over, wait a minute, that fucking hemline is not going to hold up week <laughs> after week. That bitch is going to use a glue gun. I'm trading her. It's, you know, oh, it almost man. like, have you ever been to 
the diner that you can gamble out. What's that game that they play, Fez? Oh, um, I want to say Kino. Uh, that would be the name. So if they have like a Kino thing and you're in Vegas and you can sit and eat, but you're playing Kino, the food could be shitty. And the next day you're back there going, you know what? Let's go back there. <laughs> because you can't now you can't eat eggs without watching numbers pop up. <laughs> right. It's just fucking um, ridiculous. Here is, uh, let me go over to Steve right now. Steve is in New Jersey. Much like you, Dave, you were, even though you're a California guy, uh, you live in New Jersey now. Yes. And for the last, yeah, I guess 20, since 1980. Tell Fred to take his thumb off that. I can't get to that line with his thumb on it. Steve, you got a little spy report on the Jersey Shore thing? Yes, sir. What's yeah. up, Ron and Fez? What can we do for you? Ron and Sound Rats. Uh, no, my uh, buddy just got a call from MTV, and um, he was on the last episode. He was talking to Snooki, and he had to call to be in our new dating show. So it's in the works, brothers. So Snooki, no matter what happens, is going to break from the rest of the pack because she's the one with the future. And MTV would not be would be crazy not to take that fat girl and have 30 fucking guidos trying to date her. And then do you really need the others? Do you need the situation? And Ronnie and Paulie D and Sammy Joe or whoever is there? <laughs> Sammy Sweetheart. Whatever. Well, they'd come on the uh, love show to advise her on yeah. who to pick. And yeah. plus, on the on the reunion show, they were just saying, she was just kept on going on and on about how she can't find a man. Right. Just playing that up. Oh, well, my agent told me I, I'm really trying to find somebody. That was a, a running theme throughout Jersey Shore itself. Look outside of Delhi. Uh, let's take a look over here. Um, you would get two points if uh, anyone does an impression of Tim Gunn. So you got to look out for who's the person with personality. No, you will lose three points if a member of a design team challenge is accused of throwing somebody under a bus. <laughs> of course, make it work. You get a point if your designer curses. Okay. Um, You'll lose a point if your designer sews a model into her garment. <laughs> um, everybody gets a point if all the designers say, Thank you, Mood, <laughs> in unison. Uh, you get a point every time someone says Bryant Park or Fashion Week. Um, you lose three points if the designer starts from scratch and redoes, uh, redoes the garment, uh, which is a huge mistake because then you could end up losing points again. Uh, Tim Gunn says, Make it work or carry on or talk to me. Two points. Uh, you lose two points if Nina says bore or any version of that. Boring. Uh, of course, four points if you make the top three. Nine points for a challenge winner. Uh, you get three points if a judge says she wants to uh, own that garment that you're Whoa. wearing. You know what? That's something I would wear myself. Sure. Which they <laughs> love to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, of course, uh, one point every time your designer is in. Because in, um, in the world of fashion, your ins are your outs. It's a very difficult league, particularly when you don't know the fashion business. But if the action's there, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> and I think we're going to get to the point where just about every show was going to have some kind of a fantasy league. <laughs> where it used to be beer drinking games, remember? Yes. Yep. Uh, you don't need that anymore. You can sit and win money from your friends. <laughs> the Ron and Fez show could have a fantasy league. It's just about the Ron and Fez show. Someone can make it up. Um, Randy, what can we do for you, buddy? Yes. Hey, guys. What's going on? Good. Dave, what do you think about Ronnie getting his own spinoff of how many guys uh, he can beat up in a half an hour? 
That's not going to happen. Is Ronnie as tough as you're letting on? Ronnie is a badass. Yeah. I don't think... All right, there are also, I'm going to let you know, uh, you're bringing up fantasy leagues. Here are the ones that, uh, some of the big fantasy leagues. Amazing Race will have a fantasy league this year. Idol will have a fantasy league. Uh, Celebrity Apprentice. Um, Frank the Entertainer, which I've never even heard of before. Terrible show. What's it about? Frank was uh, on the cast of um, I Love New York. And he got kicked out, and now he has his own dang show. What happened to Cedric the Entertainer? Is he gone completely? <laughs> Frank, Frank took his name. Jersey Shore has its own uh, fantasy league. Nice. Bachelor. Uh, the Orifice. The Orifice. Um, Sounds good. Well, that's what they, they would call the office. That's the funny thing. Oh. Uh, you'd have to watch it first. Survivor, which is bringing back heroes and villains, and I hope they buy the Beach Boys song for that. Uh, Fez, have you watched Survivor in the last several years? Uh, no, I have not. I don't know a person who has, but Heroes and Villains, it seems like a good idea to me. But I, I don't know who anyone is. Yes, you do. They're bringing him back. They're bringing back bearded fucking Grateful Dead guy. Oh, uh, okay. I don't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I only watched like the first I think it's years. Snooky. <laughs> um, Biggest Loser... They're uh, they're running a fancy league and uh, of course amazing race. The biggest loser is a show where you can lose ten pounds in a week, have people yell at you, and then you have to leave. It seems like now I've never heard of a diet that they said, "Hey, you should try to lose ten, twelve pounds every week." But in this one, the person will be like, "I lost ten pounds," and then they will yell like, "That's because you're dogging it." Why did you drink water? <laughs> Get out. Um, here's uh, Ron in Georgia. You're on Ron and Fez. Oops. Let me try again. Ron in Georgia. Yeah, guys. Uh, I just wanted to talk about that fight that uh, Ronnie got into on uh, Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. Basically, he didn't want to fight. He kept trying to walk away, but his girlfriend kept talking shit, pushing the issue, and he has to end up dealing with it. No, the, the uh, well, the, the the victim says that it was a sucker punch. That actually, the victim says he was kind of battling MTV security guards, and then Ronnie went and sn snuck up on him and punched him in the back of the head. And MTV has not shown the footage because I bet you that might be the case, which would be great. Yeah, I, I did. Because... I would make me like the kid even more. <laughs> yeah, now, he did get into another fight. He where donkey he did punched the fucking bitch. What's wrong with that? He did. Uh, Jason, California, you're on Hey, Ronnie, how's it going? Good. Hey, I was wondering if you watched uh, Conan's last show, how it ended, and what your, what your take on all that was. I did uh, TiVo the last show. It was uh, bittersweet, and by bittersweet means I kind of was bored throughout the whole thing, <laughs> including the really long free bird. Uh, Fez, did you watch it? Yes, I did. He went out with a little bit of style, though. He didn't badmouth the network and... He was with him for a couple decades, and he does seem to have a lot of people on his side. It's almost like this was A-OK -okay for his career, but I thought it was a gigantic mistake, and I, I brought it up when, when I talked about it originally. He should have just let Jay have that half hour and then bitched about that until he, he got his way. Mm. He should have dug in deep, kept his contract, and every night made fun of the fact that they ran a half hour before him. And I think he would have had the same kind of internet presence where people would have been on his side, but, you know, there would have been something he could do with it. 
now with him waiting eight months, going across the street, it's all these shows have just went back to before this happened, which is kind of going to be boring. We'll just get uh, Jay back. Dave will fall back into his show. Who cares now? Yeah, it's strange. And Conan won't be able to talk about anything that happened. Well, there's no. I don't think anybody's going to talk about it now. It's just over. What is there to talk about? And eight months from now, is it going to be helpful for you to go those? I mean, he could do enough jokes about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing that we've learned uh, being in radio is that when you can't talk about something, sometimes it makes it even fucking funnier to come up with ways to talk about it. Mm. You know, it kind of forces some creativity, and that forces, it kind of makes the audience be on your side more than if you could just go out and say, hey, I got my feelings hurt, but you know, <laughs> it's really fucking hurtful to me. Because really, do you feel sorry for Conan? They just hand him $32 million. Yeah. And just I, shut up. I know that um, Conan char- uh, charged, uh, it was uh, NBC got charged $500,000 for uh, Lovely Rita, which uh, was Tom Hanks's walkout song. Is that really true or not, though? I mean, I know the, the that... guy on um, who does Jimmy Fallon's show, uh, Quest Love for the Roots, says that he looked it up, and there's like songs that are restricted, and then he saw the bill of the uh, musical bill, and that it said that indeed it, it happened. Five hundred thousand G's was charged to the Tonight Show, and the main reason is because they played the original recording of it. With Lovely Rita, I d- no, the band played Lovely Rita. It's just that it's like one of the songs that is not supposed to be played on television without a huge surcharge of money. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Neither do I. I don't get I mean, the difference. That's what that Quest Love dude said. But here's the thing. You can play it on the radio for free. <laughs> yeah. So how do they ever get around to, I'll play it on the show and it costs a half a minute? <laughs> there might be different rules for television. And well, obviously there are, but yeah. I don't understand how those rules can even hold up. What are you mad at us because people can see us? It doesn't seem fucking fair. And how much of the song is actually getting out there? It was like ten seconds. Yeah, there is a uh, there is a certain amount that you can play with, uh, without getting in trouble, and I know that for, because uh, when we were at WJFK, uh, there was some kind of under X amount of seconds that you could play bumper music because they weren't paying Mm -hmm. that union for it, you know, because we were a talk station. But sometimes Ronnie B likes to, you know, smoke out something front. Got to pull that fucking music. (laughs) Right. I smoked every fucking break there. (laughs) You just walk outside like a human being. (laughs) We're here, you're like this. I want to smoke. I'll see you in 64 floors. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. Um... Here is Mike in Albany. You're in Manifest. Hey, is Conan going to be able to take all his material with him, too? Because if he has to create all new bits and can't use any of his established bits. And why, wouldn't he, why wouldn't he want to create all new bits? I don't even understand of why you would want to hold on to old bits. Well, he did actually address that and said he is allowed creative control of the masturbating bear and the rest of the bits. You really has. can't come up with a master- masturbating <laughs> fucking penguin. <laughs> it's got to be a fucking bear. <laughs> I mean, one of the fucking problems with uh, Jay and fucking uh, Letterman is they're still running bits that worked fucking 15 years mm. ago. Chuck it. Yeah. I don't know. Once it seems like you know, it's like part of their formula now. Like Letterman, it's part well, of the top ten is part of the show now. Yeah, but the formula is what fucks, what makes bores the shit out yeah. of people. 
Just bores them fucking senseless. All right, we're going to take a break here. We come back. Fez, you said something's been bothering you. Yeah, uh, something that's been going on. They want to dig up Leonardo da Vinci. Well, Titanic was a giant hit. Why not bring him back? See if he can't do it one more time on Shutter Island. Different Leonardo. Did you say da Vinci? Yes. That's the same guy. It's the guy from Titanic. Near far... You can't tell me you didn't cry when she fucking dropped him and he drowned it. You can't tell me that. I didn't cry because I thought she was selfish. Shellfish? She could have gone off the raft, given him ten minutes on, then he goes off, she's back on, alternate, alternate, alternate. It was their first time on a raft, though. They didn't know how it fucking works. I thought the best fucking idea is she stays on the raft, where it's nice and warm in the Arctic fucking air, where she's wet. Because I don't know whether uh, you agree with this. When you're in the water and it's fucking cold out, it's warmer to stay in the water. Yeah, it keep, feels better to stay in the warm. Keep your shoulders under. Yeah. Always keep your shoulders under. Don't just tiptoe and then you're freezing. Keep your shoulders under. You'll be this good. This is how kids learn to piss in the pool. Where they're going, why would I get out of the pool? So fucking cold up there. I'll just stay in here, take a very short piss, try to fucking aim my dick at the drain. <laughs> it works. Why is the crotch, though, the coldest part when you're going into the water? When you're trying to submerge yourself, it's the coldest at your genitals. Did he just call Dick a crotch? <laughs> I'm yeah. fucking staring at him going, where is he going with this? Ah, oh, my crotch hurts when I dive into the water. It's a very sports announcer type of thing to say. Or if your mom's listening. <laughs> Mom, my crotch hurts. Uh, Corey. Corey in Tennessee, you're on my face. Hey, guys. How are we doing this Monday morning? What can I, I do for you? Ask, what the hell is Tony going to do next? I mean, he, no one's really... Television. Him. I mean, is he going to write? Is he going to go to another channel? He's going to go to another channel. Yeah. And I think he'll get a gonna, show. They're going to get a, a desk for him. Is that going to go good? I don't see that going good. Uh, it would be up to whoever hires him, what they consider they want out of this. Uh, all these years, Fox hasn't ever had a late-night show. This gives them a chance at it one more time. There's definitely a market for it, or you wouldn't have fucking tried it. I'll watch. What the hell? I don't watch any of them anyway. I only start watching when it was the end of Conan. And then it's suddenly like, this is fucking great. <laughs> but it's almost like Snooky. Yeah. Eh, who knows how I'll feel next year. Certain moments in a certain moment in time. One moment in time. <laughs> You got to play that when you get out of fucking middle school. You got to be standing there and playing that. Okay. Instead of the circle game every single year. <laughs> and the seasons, they go round and round. All right, when we get back, uh, Fez will talk to us about Leonardo um, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Definitely. It's one. exciting. Run a Fez show. Friends, you say you love those fresh flowers and veggies, but uh, you're tired of the aches and the pains that come uh, with weeding? Well, I'm here to tell you, your weeding days are over. You see, friends, I have here in my hands, well, it's a, it's a miracle of uh, gardening engineering. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to the garden weasel. Can I hear you say, hey now? Hey now! Pretty good. But can I hear you say, hey now? Hey now!
Ron Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. By the way, we're talking about Leno returning to the Tonight Show. He is doing everything now to repair and get back into America's heart. And that means an Oprah, where you will go out and Oprah's going to go to him. I think it's going to be one of those one-on-one sitting on the couch deals. And he's going to tell Oprah all the tough things that happened to him over the years. I'm always ready to do this. Dave, is this something pop out of this? No, it's not going to. Um, the Oprah thing has gone, become cliche at this point. And so now I think it's going to make Jay look even worse. The Oprah effect. It always works. He, but he shouldn't. He should pretend like he has nothing to apologize for. He should be killing NBC and be like, listen, I'm just doing. I'm just being a team player. Maybe that's what he's going to say. You, haven't, you don't know yet. I'm sure he will say I'm just being a team player. It's going to help him, Fez? No, it will not help him because most of this interview is going to be looking at the car collection again. So he can't be helped right now? I don't think he can be. I think Conan has the sympathy factor, and that's going to stick for a while against Jay Leno. I don't think it hurts. I think uh, whoever used to watch him is going to probably start watching it again, and I don't think it's all that big a deal. It's not like he stabbed Conan. He just took his job. And I do think NBC ultimately is to blame. I mean, Jay could have probably handled it a little better. Jay could have manned up a little bit five years ago and said, I don't want to fucking do what you say. I'm Jay Leno. It's definitely going to help him because even though he has heat on the Internet, the internet isn't as fucking big as you think. If it's all over on the internet, still the most of the country is still going to be swayed by Oprah. More well, there, the and there's also you got a uh, here's three states right off the bat: Iowa, uh, Arkansas, and uh, Missouri. Not one of them is even has internet. They there is nobody that has internet. Really? And then, yeah. And then down south, they say it's spotty most places. <laughs> so it's not it's, worldwide. Well, it is. Just for the people who who get it, these people, there are plenty of um, bandwidth. It's just that they don't sign on. They just, um, it's almost like the Beverly Hillbillies treated a pool table. They just call it the fasting eating table, and they use the pool cues to move around mashed potatoes. Um, but you, by while you guys are saying the Oprah thing doesn't work anymore, you know you're going to watch this. You'd be crazy. To miss Oprah grilling Jay Leno. I hope that he says something fucking embarrassing. He's, why doesn't he do this for, save it for the, the first Tonight Show that he's back? Why put himself on par with... I don't know when they're doing it. Monkey Woman or I think whoever. it's March 1st. Yeah, that's perfect. That's when they're... Is that, that's perfect for when it comes back, right? Yeah, yeah I think a Tonight Show returns March 1st. And that Monkey Woman thing, Dave was gigantic. I know it's gigantic, but now Jay is this is the same as her. He's, yeah. Well, he's he's not though. He's the host of the Tonight Show. He's well, Leno's gonna do what he does. He's gonna do that bit that people don't buy, where he acts all embarrassed that this even happened. You just and, said embarrassed. No, he did. You just brought up another man being embarrassed. And that's what he's gonna he's gonna look at his shoes and say, "Oh, I'm just a I'm just a blue collar guy going to my job." Yeah, the blue collar thing has to stop. Because he's been a stand-up comedian for quite a amount of decades. So the I'm just a regular guy, then you wouldn't have had the Tonight Show for 17 fucking years, Jay. Well, he always proves it by wearing jeans yeah. and some sort of Bob Vila shirt. A denim shirt you to match. You know me, I was in kindergarten, <laughs> so what do I know? I was a kindergarten guy. He acts.
it's like fixing those cars up is his part-time job where he like he has to do it to make ends meet. He you thinks he's at night I'm a mechanic. You can't stand him, huh? I'm just uh, the whole <laughs> the whole scene has left me soured. It's really funny because you should be taking full credit. <laughs> this was your time to crow, and for some reason you've turned your back on it. <laughs> now that I got what I wanted, <laughs> exactly. Now that you've got what you wanted, I proved to everyone I was right. Leno was there was they were going to put Leno back. It yeah. wasn't going to work. You were a hundred percent right about that. You were one hundred percent right. And I know I sit here sometimes very embarrassed, uh, <laughs> shyly looking at my shoes. All right, um, exciting news for our own Pepper Hicks. Uh, Burger King is going to be adding cold beers to their menu lineup. Uh, Burger King, you sit down like it was Pulp Fiction in fucking France, order yourself a burger and fries, and get yourself a cold beer. Finally, what the fuck took so long for them to do this? It's perfect. Fast food and booze. I think uh, Miami started it. And now it's, um, or will be starting it. But they hope to have it spread throughout. Dave, hit for you also? I mean, nothing is better in this plan. I have been to Paris where I got beer at McDonald's and... I wanted someone to kill me because I was so happy. I was so content. But but here's the deal. You're not going to sit there and drink like it's a bar. It's a fucking Burger King. So what is the... Uh what is the hopefulness of this? It's the surprise of going in to order a Big Mac, and then you're like, well, while I'm there, let me have three beers. First time. And you're using even the wrong fucking place. Burger King. Yeah, they don't have a Big Mac. Oh, okay. Um, Whopper, whatever. Right. Uh, and here's why they haven't had it. He's asking, what's the reason? These are supposed to be for kids. Kids go there. Now, let's suppose you wanted to take your kids out, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you find out, oh, there's 18 frat boys in there fucking drinking beers out of fucking paper cups. <laughs> you know you're not going to get a glass of beer. Oh, no, yeah. It's going to be like a fucking baseball beer yes and it's gonna be great though i mean yeah i would probably avoid it as a parent but as if i just as a parent that's why you go to fast food what adult is going to sit there at a place that you can get a toy <laughs> you can Dave. get a toy for some of the foods that you ate or shrek glasses <laughs> it depends what kind of toy I mean, it is. you got to admit uh, an adult is not going to go there unless he's on the road and again Let's look at the drinking and driving. You really think when the drinking driving laws is as hard as they end, we want drive through beers in this fucking country? <laughs> a paper cup full of beer? Uh, I don't know about that, no. But, you know, if you're sitting now, down Now, I brought there... this up not too long ago. The Johnny Rockets that they put in my neighborhood has a Johnny Rockets sports bar upstairs. And this, to me, these hamburger places... It's not beer food. Beer food, you're sitting there. Beer is the first thing that you're having, but then you're getting plates of food that are fun. Right. What are you going to say to the guys? What do you say, fellas? <laughs> Stack of Whoppers for the table? <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's not the kind of thing that you really <laughs> want to fucking play games with. Um, ben in Jersey, you're on my Fez. Yo, Ronnie B. Yeah. Um, 
What are they going to do in Jersey where you need a liquor license for everything? They're like half a million dollars. Are they going to give them out to every Burger King? Well, is the beer license the same as a full bar license? Yeah, in Jersey, you can't even, like, at most uh, supermarkets, you can sell beer or anything. Not in Jersey. Right. It's true. Yeah, dude, like a lot of places in the country, you can buy beer at a gas station, but you can't in New Jersey. It's only you for... You can't even get gas at a gas station <laughs> in New Jersey. I don't know what happens there, but they'll actually say to you in, in Jersey, get back in your car. What are you talking about? Right. Don't touch that. You could fill up in Philly. It's, uh, That's all. Is that why they call it Philly? <laughs> uh, Mickey, Newark, Ron Fez. Dave, what kind of back alley drunk do you need to be that you need to have a fucking beer at Burger King? Oh. Are you just going to get all fucking lit up and jump in the no, ball pit and first be jacking? Of, you are going to go into a ball pit. I say, see it fucking coming. How many times do you get drunk and then you stumble to White Castle or one of these shitty places? Exactly. Now you can keep the drinking going. But, yes, but that's, that's the thing. That's awesome. The reason that you're at White Castle... Is because you drank too much. Right. No fucking you can keep it going sober, now. sane person shows up at White Castle 3 o'clock in the morning. How much time do you actually spend in a Burger King without drinking? It's fast food for a reason. You're in and you're out. I, it's no place to drink. You're not. It's oh, you're not going to want to. You've got him upset now. Okay? You're not going to want to sit in that atmosphere I, drinking. Me and Pepper. Would love to, on a Friday just to go to Burger King. Get you would a like fucking the fucking. Whopper. You would like if the church had beer. You you're not normal. They had they wine. wine. Uh, I snuck someone. I was an altar boy. Well, that's fucking mortal sin, my friend. You're drinking the the blood of it Christ. It wasn't uh, done yet, though. It, the, the the priest has to, you know, give the the, the prayers. Then you're safe. <laughs> Thank you. It's called blessed, not you taking your hands <laughs> and going like this. Jeff in Buffalo, you're on a fest. Uh, yeah, the uh, the places are opening. They're actually called the BK Whopper Bar. They're going to be separate bar and grills. They're not going to be offered at all the Burger Kings. Thank They're you. opening separate restaurants. I saw the so. same thing at the Johnny Rockets, and I'm telling you right now, it's in my neighborhood. I haven't gone into it yet, but you can see it through the window upstairs, and it's fucking dead as Dillinger in there. Because <laughs> who wants to sit there, watch the game, and have a Johnny Rockets and fries? You can't possibly eat that food and sit for as long as a game takes place. <laughs> uh, most of these places to eat the food, you have to be sitting on a toilet. <laughs> if not, you will shit your pants. Um, here's uh, Joe in Boston. You're on fest. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I just read an article about this. It's only one guy in Miami who opened up this place and decided to do this, and they've been talking to other like franchise owners that said that there's a lot of markets that just won't work in, and it'll probably just be like... Um, one and done. None of these things fucking work anyway. Uh, the Burger King deal, I mean, just say to yourself, and Dave, it's not like you're a fucking food snob, but last time you've been to a Burger King. Be honest. Oh, um, two years ago. Uh, Hicks? Maybe six months, maybe even a year ago. Wait, six months or a year, Fez? Probably six months. But All that's right, so, why I would go back, because I, I usually, you're right, I go to McDonald's. But, I mean, it's just there are so many fucking fast food joints yeah. that it doesn't even fucking matter where you go. Right. But, I mean, and they're all hurting. They're all fucking hurting because they built too many. But I think McDonald's is so popular. Even Wendy's seems more popular than Burger King at this point that this beer thing would attract me to going into Burger King for sure. First of all, you'd go into a cop station if there was a fucking keg that was tapped. Yeah, sure. You if it was legal. a problem. If it was legal, why and not? And I saw that distasteful. 
what? Haitian telethon that you did. Oh, I, I didn't see that at all. I was uh, telling people to text I for did. Haiti and all you that. You eventually got around to that. I, you eventually probably got enough complaints. Um, but the last bit with the stuffed animals singing was very funny. I like that. Thank you. Mm. $58 million. Thank you, George Clooney. Thank you for all that you do. Yeah. Even though you're embarrassed that you did the whole thing. He's just humble. Uh, Dave in Tennessee, you're on my fist. Hey, Ron. Uh, what about Burger King with the serving alcohol all the teenagers that work out there that are 15, 16 years old? I guess only the manager. Only the manager can serve. <laughs> what, and then even then, you're going to have to fucking learn Spanish for tall boy <laughs> to be able to sit in there and fucking get yourself a cold beer. Hermano Grande? Is that what it is? Uh, I'm just guessing. I'm not. The fuck Alto? You said that was Big Brother. <laughs> uh, Dave, I also saw a Twitter of you. You tried the new Domino's Pizza. Yes. The Domino's Pizza yes, that they are showing up now to people who were in those consumer groups and saying, eat this pizza and tell me that you don't love it. And then they do love it. <laughs> They're very excited to have it. Right. Uh, and those people were lying in front of the camera. Really? The Domino's is bad. Okay. I, I would say it was about a 15% increase of where it used to be. Uh -huh. But that does not make it real pizza now. It's still far from being real pizza. It's probably kind of on par with Papa John's at this point. But it's not but Papa John's is not even real pizza. It's not real pizza anymore. And I was disappointed to say the least cuz I was I see the commercials and you're expecting real fucking cheese and crust. I don't know what the deal is with But all you got to do is look at the price. The yeah, price 5.99 for each yeah, pie. I got the, two. Yeah. And um you know that if you're in the city that's about a slice and a cup. <laughs> so, yeah, you, I I don't know how they could come up with a five ninety nine, pay for a box, drive it to your house. Well, they hoodwinked me because I thought I was going to get something of phenomenal quality. And like I said, it, the original Domino's was a, a F. This is, uh, I guess, a D. Well, you have to wait for the next set of commercials where they say, apologize for their new pizza not being any good. <laughs> but you guys have to agree with this. It's impossible to have a good pizza and sell it for five ninety nine. I guess. I know. I, I didn't know that. I, I mean, how much does, you know, flour you've been, and cheese and But all you've that? been to good restaurants here. Yeah, and but you, you live in New Jersey. Overpriced with any, with well, you're everything. in fucking New Jersey, and you know you say you know where to get a, uh, a yeah. fucking great pizza. Are you going to get one for five ninety nine? No, you would get one for eleven ninety nine for right, so a good pizza. That's half of what a good pizza would cost. Yeah, I mean, I just figured that they turn them out so much, and they have a lot of chefs working on this quote unquote new recipe. You honestly think there's a chef <laughs> who's back there? Why? Well, that's what the commercials show us that they have chefs working on this thing. Yeah, they have a chef for the entire country, not in each one. And who wants sandy crust? Like the crust seems like it's been dipped at the beach. Uh, Jonathan in Texas, you're on Fez. Hey, buddies, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, uh, I called to agree with you, Ron. I mean, uh, for the price, and uh, for another buck, somebody delivers it to you. You can still start drinking. Somebody de delivers the pizza to your door. For the price, it's it's way better. I think the the new Domino's is way better. Not way but better. So your point is oh, for the way price, better, way better. For, for the price of what you're paying for, uh, it's a good deal. 
that was his point. But you know, you can also get a you can. Well, I'm just going to stick with a delivered pizza that resembles pizza in some fashion. But you're saying Round. that you're going to pay twice as much for it. Yes, I would have to. All right, so it's just it's not even filling. There's nothing. I I just thought, yeah, it, they did they did improve it. They they're not lying to you, but the improvement was not does not mean it's real pizza. Now I've been through yet another week of uh, Rorschach um, not coming through on his eating a meat lover and vegetable pizza together. I've been waiting now two weeks to see this experiment on his Twitio. But I will rip off a Rorschach rant that he did on Charlie Brown uh, a little later on in the show today. Maybe when we come back from the next commercial break, we'll come back with uh, Rorschach. Um, here is Brian, Orange County, Aaron Renefez. Hey, i, I got to agree with Dave and take it one step further, right? That fucking garbage pizza, and it, it tastes exactly the same. If you didn't have this marketing gimmick, you, you would know there's no difference. I mean, I well, never... We, we had the discussion on the air, and I thought from a marketing point of view... It was a brilliant idea. It was to say. No, but it, it, I agree with you. If you're gonna, but if you're gonna market it, you better. Then, then you better back so, it up. Yeah. Yeah, there's no difference in it. You know what? It's like the same shitty distribution of cheese. Uh, did Did you ask them if they're they're one of the ones? I, I, not only did I ask them, I fucking called back when I was done. I said, "Are you sure this is the new fucking pizza you're marketing?" Because there's something mm. on the box. Actually, there was something on the box, and now, the guy's like, "Yeah, that's it." Do yeah, you I mean, do you have a difference. great pizza place there in Orange County? A place that you say this is fantastic pizza? I'm actually in Orange County, New York, and you know we got no, not nothing fantastic to be honest. Nothing that's yeah. really great. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, I got to go to Jersey or the city to get really good pizza. So. All right, but you would be surprised. If you were Jersey or the city, and you saw you went into a great place and you saw a five ninety nine pizza, without question, yeah. I mean, for you know, but also you know, with the five ninety nine, you're getting a small pizza. It's really the equivalent of eating like two slices. Yeah, pizza is a total gimmick. That is such an overhead business. You're buying fucking dough and sauce. No, what you're doing is buying the expertise of the people that are making it. Mm -hmm. That's like saying uh, you look at a painting by Picasso and go like this. How much? Look how little paint he used. Look at the side. No, that's fucking crazy. You're buying the expertise. Now, the uh, place that I was at in New Haven, Connecticut, which I thought was one of the best fucking pizzas I had in a long time. Uh, let me get the name of it here, and I'll look it up online for you. Uh, oh, it's called a Modern uh, Pizza. Modern Pizza in New Haven. Medium to topping, $15. That's three times the price of what uh, that you bought the other night. Mm -hmm. Now, for this $15, I'm more than happy. Because for $15, I'm saying this. This is fucking incredible. This is a great pizza. Right. I'm willing to pay for it. I realize not everybody wants to pay that kind of money for pizza, where they're going to say that's too much. I'd rather have something great than something that's just okay, but it's cheap. Yeah, and I understand I don't struggle that. with that. Right. But, yeah, I mean, the, the thing about it is, though, we thought that we were going to get something, you know, of some decency. And uh, Well, it, you you tried it once. I'll never try it again. Um, I'm done. And I love the fact that people are talking about uh, flour and water as if this is an easy thing to do. You're not fucking taking into the thing. It's really about the cheese. It's really about the toppings. It's really about the fucking oven that they're using. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, that's why so many great pizza places have been around a long time, because there's something about whatever oven they're using, whether it's a brick oven, whether it's just some old fucking tacky oven that they just got lucky with. Right. Um, I think this stuff was nuked. Well, taking a 30-minute car ride isn't going to help anything either. Justin in California, you're on Run a Fez. Buddies, I just wanted to say it's just kind of funny to me. We're we're arguing about the taste on a six dollar pizza. You know, uh, Americans spend about eleven cents of every dollar that they make on food. That's the lowest of any country in in the developed world. When that's the level you're playing at, unless you're willing to spend more, all you're really buying, or should be assured that you're buying, is a safe product that's not going to make you sick or kill you. There's really no room for uh, and, exceptional and, quality at that price. You know, if you really go back to what Fezzi said with the 30-minute drive, to be totally honest here, Domino's, I think, invented or at least made popular that fucking little uh, thing that they wrap around your pizza to keep it hot. Before that, you were on your own by the time you got the pizza right. back. For five they're going to drive a fucking pizza to your house, give it to you, it seems like it's an incredible deal. Do you really expect great pizza with that? Do you really have, expect a great dining fucking thing? I wouldn't. But have I ordered Domino's if I happen to be on the road? I'm at some fucking hotel in the Midwest. Fuck yeah, I've done it. And I know exactly what I was getting. I'm like, Jesus. How was your pizza last night? What do you think? <laughs> fucking Domino's. Um, here is... Um, Let's go over to Peter, Massachusetts, Sherman Fez. Hey, what's up? Listen, uh, all the pizza places I've been to, like Good Pizza, you know, in the Northeast, all the people working in the back making the pizza are Mexicans. They're not even Italian. Well, if you're, if we're going to be totally honest about this, go in some of the finest restaurants in this country, and you're going to find 80, 90% Mexicans working in the kitchen. But they also know how to cook. I mean, they know how to cook because they yeah. put themselves into it. Absolutely, it's not just their things. They come here and they work. No. Where Italian kids don't want to take over their grandfather's or Italians uh, uh, or their father's pizza place. It's just changed. Working hard uh, has really uh, uh, changed in this country. Here's our good friend, and I'm telling you right now, he's not only a death metal enthusiast; he's a man of wealth and taste. Death metal Mel. Thank you very much. Great to hear you, gentlemen. Uh, caller of the decade checking in. Um, oh, let me just put down my lentil soup here. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ, he's having a nice lentil soup. Yeah, uh, very classy. Uh, just briefly, um, I, I believe uh, you might have seen my uh, tweets about this. I tried the Domino's pizza twice to see if I could get the consistency. I went and picked it up. I didn't let the little foreign man drop it off. Um, I tried it, and uh, I'm going to give it a C. And... <clears throat> uh, from a chain, I think that's exquisite. I mean, I'm kind of with you, Ron. Um, if you can get that consistency across the board, across thousands of chains, across the nation, I think that's a win for them. And their ad campaign is brilliant. I don't even watch TV. I heard it from you guys because yeah. 202 is my only uh, entertainment outlet. So it was a brilliant stroke of genius by them. They got you talking about it to me, and I went and bought it. Yeah, I thought the ad campaign was great, and... Again, you know, Fez had the thing of they should just change their name. I still think that that is the name for delivered pizza. Anywhere mm -hmm. in the country, you know the name Domino's for delivered pizza. Should they make their product better? Yeah, they should make it as best as they can. But they still can't say, we're going to uh, have a fantastic pizza delivered to your house. It's going to be the best pizza. 
and it's going to be 15 bucks. You guys would be freaking the fuck mm. out. You'd be pissed. And then yeah. I'd start ordering Domino's. <laughs> we just need an improvement, uh, though. Thank you, Mo. Thank Ooh. you, buddy. I mean, the improvement was not even big enough to warrant this new ad campaign. Um, here is Doyle in Michigan, your Hi, how you doing? Good. The cheese that's made for these pizza outlets, Domino's, Pizza Hut, and so on, what, what they're doing to make this cheese so it's so affordable for these cheap pizzas is they're actually adding cellulose and starch from potatoes. They're adding that anywhere from a 5 to a 15% base. And when you do that, that, you've lowered the cost of the cheese so much, but it still gives them the melt factor, but it gives it the shitty taste. That sounds just disgusting. A potato pizza. It, you can cut Doesn't it. Doesn't sound bad. There is a trace of potato in these pizzas, I'm telling you. And what's with the crust making them like ginger with, you know, lots of... Why are they so sandy? Jim in uh, California, you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. Hey, I got a Domino's pizza the other day, and I picked it up, and it sucked. It wasn't the 30-minute ride, but I helped it. It was just like hospital food. All right. Frozen pizza would have been better. Jim, where do you live in California? I'm in Central California, but I was in L.A. when I got this one. All right. Do you have a great pizza place in town that you can go to? We got one in the Central Valley called Me and Ed's. That's, they use bricks. Um, it's kind of a hand toss. It's a cha little small chain, and their pizza is pretty good. It's, I, I, I make pizza at home. I got a recipe uh, for dough online. It's like a New York thin, thin crust, and I can make better pizza at my house. And I, I got bricks in my oven, and but the problem is my my recipes for like ten pizzas. So I get, I mean I gotta have a lot of friends or be real hungry to eat it. Um, you know, for me, I don't care where you. Um, live in the country, there's probably some guy within 45 minutes to an hour to where you live that makes great fucking pizza. And all you gotta do is find him and stop bitching and stop being lazy and ordering this stuff. It just seems to me that if, if there's always good local places if you go out and find them and you should be supporting them. Instead of sitting around complaining about the consistency of fucking fast food. Which we know blows. You'd have to be a fucking idiot to be in your fifth decade of fast food and still being surprised that, you know, it's not fucking good. <laughs> You'd have to be the world's biggest moron. All right, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll play a quick Rorschach rant. Well, maybe it's not that quick, but him somewhat depressed over a Charlie Brown uh, cartoon or uh, comic strip that he read over the weekend. Uh, we come back, Fezzi. I want you to talk about this thing that's been on your mind. What was it again? With Leonardo da Vinci. Right. Uh, they're going to make Titanic 2, and there's nothing we can do about it. Right back. Run a Fez show. It's a Rorschach project. Uh, so, for the first time in, I don't know, maybe a year or more, I decided to read the Sunday Funnies. The, oh, you know, the comics. Right off the bat, right here, I was greeted with one of the most disturbing 
depressing Peanuts cartoon probably ever written. It will now be another year or more before I read this again. Let's begin. Charlie Brown's sitting alone on a bench. It's lunch. He's got a brown paper bag. Worried look on his face as usual. Oh, how I hate these lunch hours. I always have to eat alone because nobody likes me. I mean, already it's just a punch, and he's, and he's just got this excruciated, worried look on his face. I mean, he's just, he's just, he's, he's whinging, you know. It's like, okay, can it get worse? Yeah. He opens up his lunch, peanut butter again, and then he starts eating it alone, worrying himself into an early grave, as it were. I wish that little red-headed, red-headed, red-haired girl would come over and sit with me. He gets this faraway look in his eye and a slight grin on his face. Wouldn't it be great if she'd walk over here and say, May I eat lunch with you, Charlie Brown? And then he goes back to just with, with them fucking worry lines around his eyes and mouth and I'd give anything to talk to her. She'd never like me, though. I'm so blah and so stupid, she'd never like me. This is a child, ladies and gentlemen. This is a child. Just fretting and worrying himself to death like this. I'm so blah and so stupid. I wonder what would happen if I went over and tried to talk to her. I bet everybody would probably laugh, and she'd probably be insulted, too, if someone as blah and as tired and I am tired tried to... If someone as blah as I am tried to talk to her. He's put his sandwich down now and looking off. I hate lunch hour. All it does is make me lonely. During class, it doesn't matter. Okay, he's worked himself up so far now. The next panel is just like a, you know, I can't even eat. Nothing tastes good. Why can't I eat with that little red-haired girl? Then I'd be happy. He puts his sandwich in the bag and starts to get up. Rats. Nobody is ever going to like me. What the fuck is this? The last frame. You'd think something funny to wind it all up with a humorous touch. Last frame. Lunch hour is the loneliest hour of the day. That's a blow. Who would... What the fuck is that? I mean, what if... Where's the humor in that? Where's the... Where's the... Puns and the stupid little... It's, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? Jesus Christ, I'm gonna go lay down now.
That was brutal. That was fucking brutal. To see a kid... What the fuck? What's happened is this fucking country? It's a Rorschach rant. There was your Rorschach rant and uh, feeling really bad about the Charlie Brown comic strip. Uh, Fez, did you ever like Charlie Brown or did you feel sorry for him? I always felt sorry for Charlie Brown. Never found it funny that things happened to him? No, that uh, the football was constantly pulled away from him. I always... Well, that was the joke. Why are you still believing? Yeah. And w w why is Charlie Brown eating by himself when there's a fucking... There's people out there. Dave, you always feel sorry for Charlie Brown or find him amusing? No, I thought he was kind of funny. You know, I, I thought he was he was like a little child version of like Richard Lewis. He was just his, always worrying. His head was round. Yeah. And that was kind of uh, interesting. Hicks, did you feel sorry for him or? I didn't feel sorry for him. I just didn't like him. I didn't like Charlie Brown. He was a dick. I kind of agreed with you there. I thought he was the least likable. I think it has to do with what your childhood was like. And if you were the worrying kid, which I have a feeling Fez was and Rorschach was, maybe you felt a little more sorry for him. And then if you weren't a worrying kid, you might have went, I wish that dick went to my school so I could be cruel to him. Because <laughs> it's not like he did anything to get out of the fucking mess he had himself in. Yeah, just go and talk to the little red-haired girl. Now, uh, by the way, let me just point this out. As... A comic book illustrator myself, um, still unpublished. I've come up with a character that some people seem to love, some don't, and that's the baby Snoots. He's in your face. He's extreme. I just had another book rejected. What? Uh, by him? Yeah. The hell? I think you're getting blackballed. Well, there were, the the things came up that, that there just isn't a market for what I'm trying to do. But here was the summit Burger King. This was the strip that I have, and it's. The baby Snoots, it's the funny kid. He's kind of a toddler who drinks and does drugs. Uh, you see his mother's changing him here, and it just looks like a normal, you know, mom changing a baby. Right. And then underneath of it, in the panel there, I put, if you're going to wipe my ass... You might as well suck my dick. <laughs> and that was good. <laughs> All right, you'd think that the comedy was there. They yeah. sent it back, and you're going to love this, offensive. So I write back, what part of it is offensive? And they bring up the incestual pedophilia market. And I go, do you know how big that is? It's yeah. fucking gigantic. Absolutely. And what well, hurts it, me is I've drawn this, and no one will help me. Like Garfield, and it wasn't offensive. They were always implying, I think, that that cat wanted to have sex with Odie. I don't read other comic strips because I don't want it to fucking bleed in. Good. Who hates you and in the publishing he, industry? So I tried to send back a, a G1, and here he is. He's just kind of going crazy. And I just said, um, let, I put underneath it, let the wild rumpus start. And they wrote back, that's somebody else's. And I go, <laughs> how would I know? And I go around fucking looking at other comic strips. Maybe I can See, so here's the cute part of it. Uh -huh. His mother's I'm, changing him, right? Right, that's what I'm trying to get, the cute part. So she's wiping his ass, uh -huh. literally wiping shit out of his ass crack, mm -hmm. and he it is like, it's kind of a thought bubble because he can't talk. Right. If you're going to do that, you know, since so it's kind of gross, you might as well suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like and, it the second time around better. 
It's not offensive. He just wants to get blown. And let me also, yeah, you're right there. And the thing is, I took stuff out of it. I took stuff out. That's the toned down one? That's the toned down. You should have seen the next panel. I mean, a mother-sucking baby dick. Oh. Yeah, even I get that. Right. Um, I, um, you know, what are you going to do with people? Now, I'll tell you what I find to be offensive. I, uh, during that uh, time, during the commercial break, I went down to use the restroom. Who did I find standing in front of it? A young lady by the name of Stalker Patty. And I go, Patty, what are you doing here? And she said, at 1030, Chris Stanley put me here saying he would send someone down to get me. So, Patty, come on over <laughs> and grab. You're, here, you're doing some work for ONA, right? Hi. I, yeah, I had to do some auto syncing, so I did it. Have you gotten even tinier? Tinier? No. Yeah. I'm 109 pounds. I went down five pounds. That's tinier. <laughs> that would be yeah. smaller. I don't know why, though, because I'm not eating any different. Well, sometimes the cancer needs more. All <laughs> right, so, Patty, you were waiting how long? Um. Well, I got there to from about 1130. I finished you, 1115. So, right, so an hour and a half you are standing. Yeah, I was told to just hang out and someone would come bring me over. Now, you know. Dave, did you know about this? No, I didn't know about it at all. Oh, I told them inside. <laughs> so you tell Chris Stanley. Chris, when were you going to let us know that poor Patty was waiting? I was going to. I went, meant to do it last break, but uh, this was swamp back here. I'm sorry, Patty. Oh, that's okay. Taking care of a lot of things back here behind the scenes. Don't worry. So you Bachman Turner Overdrive, you're taking care of business? Yeah. Patty, if I get the baby snoots out. You think there's a market for it? Baby snoots? Yeah. Um, I don't know the comic strip, but maybe there is in mm. some way. Would you consider voicing baby snoots for me? Can you do a baby voice? Yeah, I guess I can. Right, let me hear it. Yeah, I could do it. All right, say, I'm baby snoots. I'm baby snoots. All right, that's good. And if you're going to wipe my ass, you might as well blow me. <laughs> can you just do that? If you're going to wipe my ass, you may as well blow me. All right. I, seriously. You don't think this would work as a cartoon? <laughs> if you just label ba it like an R rating. Snoots, please. Baby Snoot's voice. If it's rated as an R rating or PG-14. Right, PG-14, because <laughs> yeah. you're older. It's a smart there's a, baby. There's a, a penis being sucked. <laughs> Patty, you're on to something. If this thing blows up like The Simpsons, you're going to be sitting pretty. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you, my friend, are going to be farting through silk the way you always dreamed all these years. Oh. You could be another Nancy Cartwright. Who? Oh, Nancy that's Cartwright. from Lost in Space. You, you know her better as Hoss. The no, no, no. I know her about. as Angela in Lost in Space. Is that who it is? Angela in Lost in Space? Yeah, yeah. yeah she, you, was Angela, she was Angela. I, let's do this without... All right, Patty, I don't want you to say until one of us gets the correct answer. Let's each of us try to guess Patty's all-time favorite TV show. Okay. Uh, Fez, you go first. Little House on the Prairie. Nice guess. Nope. Um, don't don't give it away till the end. Uh, Dave. Arliss. <laughs> Nope. That was an interesting, <laughs> interesting. I thought so. Um, X? Green Acres. Nope. Mm. I'm going to just guess and say, I'm going to look you over. 
I think it's an older TV show. I'm going to guess McHale's Navy. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> McHale's yes. Navy? Yeah. Are you kidding? I can't get enough of that show. <laughs> You're kidding. I want to run out. I want to find the box set to it. I love it so much. It really, the box set is just amazing. Way off it's with got everything. List. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who? What? What's your uh, favorite character on McHale's Navy? Oh my God, Tim Conway is the best. <laughs> yeah, he's good, huh? Yes, and then it had great giants in it. Joe Flynn, who I think is a relative of a Flynn that acted in the forties. Errol Flynn. I think so. They mm. might be relatives, and I also know Ernest Borgnine was a big one. Well, he was McHale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the two giants. I couldn't have been further off guessing the Prairie. Did you hate the the mean uh, guy who used to come over and be mean to them? Oh, Captain Binghamton? Yeah. Actually, he was an idiot. <laughs> he was. He was yes. Now, when's the last time that show's been on TV? Oh, my God. It went off the air in like 68, 67, something like that. No, actually, the run was between 62 and 66, so that's I, how long it was. I'm going to try to find some McHale's Navy trivia, and it'll be you against Fez for wow. McHale's Navy trivia. Okay. So we'll look that up. But, Fez, how could you not look at her and know she wasn't a McHale gal <laughs> from way back? I just, you know, usually if I look at her, I should think Ernest Borgnine, but I didn't. <laughs> Fez, uh, you watch TV around the same time. What was your show? Oh, mine was uh, uh, the Batman TV series. Same as today. Nothing has really <laughs> changed. It's always about Batman. And then Dave will bring up Guns N' Roses. Uh, by the way, have you brought, heard the latest Guns N' Roses name? Um, if you show up at a Guns N' Roses show that Axel has, right, and you're wearing any Slash stuff, you'll be thrown out. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't appreciate that by Axel because Slash is half of GNR, and I think Axel shouldn't be su such a fascist with his fans. There's only one person in GNR, and that's Axel Rose. Yeah, I know. Legally. There's one person. They would have become Guns N' Roses without uh, Slash, though. Having said that, I don't know what kind of fan is wearing a Slash top hat to a rock show. It could only be one. What is this, a Rocky Horror picture? And plus, up? you're either going to be sitting or standing in front of someone, <laughs> yeah. and you now have added a, a fucking top hat. It's just retarded. I've never heard of anyone getting dressed up like that, so that's that's very silly in and of itself. I'm right, still looking for the McHale's Navy trivia. I think uh, we've got some uh, ready for you. Um, Alright. One of America's favorite wartime situation comedies was McHale's Navy. Um, what theater of conflict did McHale's Navy operate during the first three years the show was on the air? Um, Fez. Go ahead, Fez. The Pacific Theater. Is correct. That's one nothing. Pe Fez is mean. You didn't know that one, though? Well, now I do. <laughs> now you do. <coughs> okay. At the beginning of the fourth and, fourth and final season of Mikhail's Navy, the crew was transferred to the European Theater. What was the name of the small Italian village that Mikhail and his men called home? Oh, my God. Fez. Yes, Fez. La Verde. No, wrong. Patty, your chance to steal. Um, okay, I don't know the name of that small Italian town. Voltafore. Voltafore. Hmm. 
Okay. Ernest Borgnine, Borgnine starred as Lieutenant Commander K uh, McHale during the entire run. What was Lieutenant Commander McHale's first name? Quinton. Is correct. We're now tied one to one. Um, Ensign Pulver, played by Tim uh, Ensign Parker, played by Tim Conway, was actually replacing another ensign on McHale's Navy, who was the unseen but named ensign that Ensign Parker replaced during the first episode. I remember that. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember the Ensign's name, but I remember him coming in. Ensign Jones. Jones? I don't remember the name of the guy, but I, he did replace him the first episode. Oh, you just want to try to guess it? And I don't even think you'd be able to get this name on, and I might start and use it as Fez's nickname. Ensign Farthingay. Ensign Farthingay. Uh, one of the regular cast members of McHale's Navy was played by Gavin McLeod. Happy. That was the guy's name on the show. Is correct. <laughs> what was the nickname Lieutenant Commander McHale and his men had for Captain Binghamton? Leadbottom. Is correct. It's now three to one. What was the name of Captain Binghamton's aide? Um... Carpenter. Elroy Carpenter. Is correct. Oh, my gosh. We're now into four and one. Fez, you need to jump up. You haven't done anything since Pacific Theater. Um, what was the number assigned to McCam Commander McHale's boat? 73. PT-73. Is correct. Man. Um... What was the Japanese sailor's name? Fuji. Is correct. <laughs> Whoa. Um, what was the name of the dramatic television show that served as the pilot episode to McHale's Navy? Sea Hunt. Is incorrect. Oh, I remember it, but it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, the wackiest. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you one. It's seven is the first part of it. <clears throat> seven C's or seven something. We will. It's seven against the C, so we will accept that. We are. Okay. I know it was something like that. And that makes it eight to one. Fez Watley <laughs> destroyed. Wow. Were you surprised by that, Fez? Um. I have another thing of trivia. I, oh, sure. We'd love to what hear What was Elroy Carpenter's boat number? Um, one. No. 43. Uh-uh. PT-116. Oh, oh, that's an extra point. <laughs> extra it, point for Pat. She's already won. She doesn't need extra points. <laughs> what do you guys want to do now? Lost in space? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really a fan of that show. That bored me. <laughs> you just love Mikhail, though, huh? Yeah, I did. I was in love with Quentin McHale when I was like 11 or 10. <laughs> I thought he was cute. Not everyone had an Ernest Borgnine oh. poster in the room. She used to lightly yeah. touch herself while laying there on the floor. <laughs> you know who I liked? Virgil, played by a very interesting name. It's the only name I really remember besides Carl Ballantyne, who uh. played uh, Gruber. Edson Stroll. Oh, Rain Woman. It's, I could sit for hours and hear you talk about Mikhail's Navy. <laughs> 
Edson. Hello, Edson. <laughs> hey there. This is, should be the Shorty Award winner. <laughs> Maybe next year they'll have a McKell's Navy category. <laughs> oh, by the way, the Shorty Vote Count audit is starting shortly. You might see vote counts drop. Oh. If you didn't type a reason in your nomination, please redo it. Uh -oh. If we find out that the person... Wow, this fucking surprises me. If anybody is out there using their own site to try to retweet and get votes, that will hurt them. Really? All those votes will be discounted. Using their own their own Twidio site? Yeah, apparently some people have been out there hyping themselves. Thank God you haven't. Oh, boy. I mean, I did tweet a couple times. They're taking the shorties very seriously. Oh, why wouldn't they? I better. I have a couple uh, tweets to delete now. Hearing that, they news. said anybody caught deleting tweets. Tweets—they're <laughs> 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 really thorough. Now, yeah, they are. Now, <laughs> I don't know how to retweet. That's why I never done it. I don't RT. know what you do. Well, you know how to tweet, right? Yeah, I could tweet, do but I don't know how to repost. Just do it again. I, I have no idea how to repost, and I have no idea how to retweet. <laughs> you know, I only know how to tweet the first time, you, and that's it. You know who who was the first person ever to to retweet? Uh, F Troop. You see what I did? They're like, oh, hold on, let Patty laugh it out. F troop. Said retreat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what other TV shows do you like? I'll be competing against Fesmo. Um, what else do I like? Uh, well, uh, I like old reruns of I Love Lucy, The Honeymooners. As, as opposed to the new episodes. I also like the so Twilight Zone and. Uh, a lot of people have caught me that I found out uh, that the reason why I knew the McHale's Navy uh -huh. is that I saw it on Patty's Twitter. Of course. <laughs> but uh, am I wrong to be a follower? I follow. Yeah. <laughs> I will follow you. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going crazy trying to find the box set. I want the whole thing from 62 to 66. I'm fairly sure. Episodes. I'm fairly sure they don't have a box set. They do. It's out there. It was advertised. There's an audience of one. <laughs> I'd see if you can find the box set. Look it up. Craigslist. Yeah, it'd be nice to own it. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine doesn't even have this. <laughs> is he actually still coherent, Ernest Borgnine? Every still season living. is going for about 26 bucks, but they are out there. There's not season a box set? Yeah. I, I see one that's 75 bucks for every episode. Eight DVDs, $75. I'll start saving up. Maybe I'll get it for my birthday. Wait a minute. <laughs> you got a birthday coming up? Yeah, June 4th, though. That's uh, how long it'll take <laughs> me to save up. Let me tell you. Yeah. Months, Here's what I can tell you. I, the whole point of doing that Mikhail's Navy trivia, whoever loses has to buy the box set for the winner. <laughs> what? Oh, I didn't know that. That's nice. You trying to back <laughs> out of this? <laughs> I something. had no idea. How about this? To make it fair. <laughs> you buy Patty the box set. Right. And she'll let you see her vagina. <laughs> Do it. I'll Are buy her box set in that case. <laughs> box set. <laughs> Are you in, Let me Patty? See box set. I don't know if I'll let you see that. But... How about just your ass, then? <laughs> oh, yeah. See the ass, Patty. Let me see the ass set. Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking do it. Uh, here's, Touch yourself. here's Andy in Maryland. 
Hey, uh, I want to know if Patty knew who uh, Lieutenant Carpenter does a voice on the animated series Batman now. Does she know who that is? You know, I don't. Wa- I've never watched that any Batman's of those episodes, children. so I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Carpenter, he does, he's playing uh, Carpenter. That's right. I'm a carpenter. Uh, <laughs> Looks like you're about to get sawed. Oh no! <laughs> oh, there's one more thing. I have a hammer and some nails with me. Not that <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> he's building a shelf. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I didn't know what it was. Well, you're a carpenter. And you were a lady. <laughs> Would you marry me anyway? All right. Would you have my I, baby? I, I like a handyman. <laughs> oh, wait. Great line, Patty. Uh, speaking of the whole hammer thing, I, over the weekend, I completed my Dexter season. So I'm all caught up. Did you watch Dexter nope. this year? Nope. I watched the first... Yeah, I watched. The first four episodes of season one, then I couldn't get past... Just done with it. Just he—he's a great actor, and I don't think the other cast was so great. But did you like this season? Yeah, I did. I did. I like John Lithgow a lot. What about the plot lines? Yeah, I thought, and the ending, of course, totally shocking, caught me off guard. Hmm. Wasn't crazy about it. I had heard from people you're going to love it, but I hate when there's like a part of the mystery that you couldn't possibly solve. Like, oh, there's one thing you didn't know. I had a daughter. <laughs> Well, then, what's the fucking point of having a mystery? <laughs> oh, yeah, and then years ago... Stop it. It's a mis- the clues should be there for a mystery to work. You, couldn't, yeah. you just can't go adding something that doesn't make any fucking sense to the entire uh, story. So, Fez, have you decided you're going to do the right thing on this McHale's Navy deal? I will get Patty the McHale's Navy box. Can't we start with season one? Make sure you really do like it before <laughs> and you also committing have, to the big price items. You uh, you also have to buy it on VHS because she doesn't have DVDs. <laughs> well, that's going to be harder. Are you up to DVDs now, Patty? Yeah, I watch DVDs. I could put it on the laptop and watch it. You're moving out to the country, right? You're moving it, yeah. Back, I will. I've lived on Staten Island almost my whole life, so it's not like I've never been there. I'll be coming back home to there, you know. I lived there up until only like seven or eight years ago. So you're done with the big city. It's all Shaolin for you. Well, you're back with the woo. Yeah, I'd rather stay. I'd rather live on Staten Island. The city's a great place are to you, visit. Are you going to get work. chickens? What? Are you going to get chickens? Oh, no, no. We're not zoned for chickens. <laughs> zoned. I'm <laughs> well. <just> sorry. <laughs> I've been zoned properly. I just channeled Helen Mirren. <laughs> I'll just have fuck my, this place? I will have my You're cat, zoned. though. <laughs> I'm not zoned for a cat. Hello. <laughs> no, I'm zoned for the a cat. The cat's the reason you're not zoned for chickens. <laughs> you know, Patty, Fez is mean to you, but he is buying you that box set that Aww. you like. Now, what are you going to give him? Nice Listen. big hug and kiss. Go ahead. Go over for a hug and kiss. Oh, it's really, it's really unnecessary. You straddle him like it's a yeah, lab. Yeah. It's uh, really, you know, it's like... Whoa! Whoa! All over me. She's all over me. Why don't we plan on this? <laughs> if, uh, let's say in five years, yeah. neither one of you are married. Yeah. Would you look each other in the eye and say we have to be the oldest virgins ever? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got more stuff about asexuality. <laughs> and would you say that you're asexual, Patty? No. Just not I'm, interested in sex? No, I'm not asexual. I have feelings, you know. I'm a human. I'm but a you woman. decide not to act on those feelings. Well, yeah, there's common sense reasons not to act on the feelings, you know. It uh, to me belong sex, you know, to me belongs in a relationship between two people who love each other and are committed to each other. I always thought and that's it. I thought that and Fez said not, almost something similar. Fez said sex belongs in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> not that Close. similar. In, mm. Hold on. Uh Hard Rock Johnny's got a question for you. Oh. Go ahead, Jenny. Patty, I have some Ernest Borgnine trivia. What recent cartoon was Ernest Borgnine a voice in? Recent cartoon? I thought I don't watch cartoons. Hairbags. I love Ernest Borgnine. Oh, I love him, but I don't watch cartoons. I love him in uh -huh. McHale's Navy. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants at Mermaid Man. Oh. oh, see, I never watched that. <laughs> I do. Do you know Ernest Borgnine's real name? No, I know him as Ernest Borgnine. Quentin McHale is his oh, real Quentin name. McHale is his McHale's Navy name. <laughs> you don't know him as Hermes Efron Borningnio? Oh. No. Do you that know that there, there's a bar down in uh, the Meatpacking District that just has Ernest Borgnine pictures all over, and then I think they have some kind of night for him. I'm going to look it up online for you, Patty. It's probably something that he co-owns. They own a lot of things, no. you know. No? no, this is just people doing this because much like yourself, they are uh, a fan of Ernest Borgnine. I'll try to get some pictures of it. Ronnie, if you, Ronnie, if you find out the information, we can, I'll take Patty out to this bar for the night. All right. Cool. It, here is the <laughs> In deal. In a sailor suit. On Wednesday, <laughs> on Wednesday, February 17th, they're doing Ernest Borgnung night. I believe we all show up. Come over, Patty. And, and this is the 18th year in a row. Come on over and look at this. Fez, you in the going? Yeah, I'll go. Um, be, be the 18th be annual. Yeah. It's torti Tortilla Flats. And there you see everyone's dressing up like Ernest Borgnine. Oh, wow. Uh, here's somebody spanking uh, people just like Ernest Borgnine used to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and you have a like a pumpkin like him. It's really fun. Oh, yeah. I'm in. That. That'd be fun. And there you can have like a birthday cap. Dave, you down with this? Yeah. When is it? Uh, it's uh, 17th of February, mm -hmm. which is also Fez's birthday. There right? you can see CBS uh, Sunday Morning Show did a story on him. And I know HTG and, and Sheepy went to it before, and Sheepy threw up. <laughs> um, Over the excitement of Ernest Borgnine? No, because he was worried his friends were dating. And he just <laughs> did see all the pictures of Ernest Borgnine on the wall. And there, there's a Patty lookalike contest going on <laughs> where people can get up and pretend they're Patty. Now, I don't know if they do that, if the Ernest Borgnine started. Because I don't know if we want to show up on the night that they're doing it. But it looks like you do something every night. And there they are making hooch, just like he used to. Mm -hmm. You put on caps. It's going to be a lot of fun for all of us. All right, uh, we'll work this out, Johnny. All right, boys. And also, 
pick up like a half ounce of Coke in case we want to get gacked. Good and <laughs> no gacked. No problem at all. All right, my it. friend. Awesome. Peace. Pennystockchaser.com. Pennystockchaser, Pennystockchaser, stocking pennies, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the website that makes sure you have all the hot stock alerts. If you really want to know the website, you'll know them by their jingle. Pennystockchaser, Pennystockchaser, You got a date coming up with Hard Rock Johnny, huh? Cool. Would you do me a favor first and give him one warning? Just say smell it to make sure it's fresh. Uh, smell what? I guess the food. Oh, of course the food will be fresh. Oh, you didn't think I meant... Oh, no. Patty! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, now, okay, I know what you mean. Oh, Pennystockchaser.com. Oh, They are the number one website for hot stock alerts. I believe that's number two. There's no, they're number one. Okay. Over one. You say so. Over one hundred thousand members from around the world follow. Love this the song. Not big fans of the jingle, pennystockchaser.com. Love the jingle. As a matter of fact, pennystockchaser says this. We believe this jingle is so good. We'll, we'll pay $1,000 if you can beat this jingle in a contest. Because the jingle goes like this. Uh, you got to be able to beat that. And if you can, if the judges believe that the, the person that can beat that, we'll only pick one win winner, $1,000 to you. If not, the $1,000 goes to its rightful owner, the greatest commercial jingle writer of all time, Sleeves. That's not a bad deal, Patty. You think you'll be putting something in? Putting something in? Yeah, would you try to go out and beat uh, Sleeves? If you will, Penny Stock Chaser will pay. And I can speak for them. Well, really? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll give you $1,000. $1,000. Let's see you just do this with a funny voice. Penny Stock Chaser. Penny Stock Chaser. Penny Stock Chaser. Penny Stock Chaser. All you need is a penny. Just make it rich. go i am speaking right now well because i am the spokesman for the company <clears throat> penny stock chaser one thousand dollars if you can beat sleeves beat sleeves is all you got to do 
So you can now, Dave, you want to try to get involved in this as well. I think I will. Absolutely. So you can start sending jingles in today. Look how quickly Fez is on board. <laughs> Never expected it. Start sending jingles in today. Uh, they have an email address, jingle at SiriusXM.com. Jingle at SiriusXM.com. No longer than 45 seconds. Wow. Fez came up with the rules awful quickly. Not bad. Not bad at all. PennyStockChaser.com, their uh, recent pick is GDHI. It's up 200% since they alerted members. Up 200%. PennyStockChaser.com. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Invest wisely. PennyStockChaser.com. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. You think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. A, B, C. A, always B, B, C. Closing. Always be closing. Always be closing. Back with the Ron and Fez show on a Monday. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Or you can always email us at ronandfez at AOL.com. Scientists, they want to exhume the body of Leonardo da Vinci. They want to dig him up so that they can check out his bone structure, recreate his face, basically put some makeup on it, and see if it was, if it was his own face used in the Mona Lisa portrait. So, I mean, there's got to be... I can understand digging someone up for a murder. But we can't be digging people up just for fun and for science projects. I mean, the man has a grave. I don't know if there's a... I don't think there's an amount of time that can pass where it's okay to just start digging up people for fun and science. And he's been dead about 500 years, and I still don't think enough time has passed. So you're all against it. I am against digging up Leonardo da Vinci. All right. Leonardo, rest in peace. Uh, Dave, you see this? Joe Perry uh, is quietly looking around for a new singer of Aerosmith. Smart. Time to make that move? I think uh, Stephen just doesn't seem to want a part of Aerosmith anymore. And maybe they can, you know, revitalize the old Aerosmith machine by getting somebody good. Can I put up somebody? Who? Liv Tyler. <laughs> I'm not sure she's a singer. Doesn't have to be. If, you're gonna, if, if all of a sudden they're going to dress like hobbits, then maybe you'll have something. Well, here's the odd thing. Everyone who's ever seen Aerosmith uh, that would go see on Aerosmith on this tour... It's probably already saw Aerosmith about 50 times. Right. So it really doesn't matter what happens. They might as well have someone fresh. I, I, I think they should go after like a, like a Lenny Kravitz, who we haven't heard from in a while, and just, just to change it up. 
You know, just have even maybe change the name of the band or something, but just get like you know, Arrow Kravitz. Yeah, just have some f create a new supergroup. That's what I'm basically saying. What makes you think that that Lenny Kravitz is the guy for this? He doesn't sound like Steven Tyler. He doesn't do the same type of music. I think he has a, like a rock voice that he he can do. You know, he, so any he, rock voice would would work for you. So, Huey Lewis would be fine. No, I mean like Lenny sometimes does that like da 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 thing that Steven Tyler does. Like I've heard. Lenny do that kind of thing. Really? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not picking when up on When was the it. last time you even heard of Lenny Kravitz doing it? I mean, neither. I'm just... Never. Yeah, exactly. That's why I didn't think you'd be able to get into Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. Supergroup this shit. All right, let's check with Patty. Patty, you think Aerosmith needs a new singer? Well, I guess if, uh, you know, we, Stephen doesn't want to... Go with them anymore. I guess that's what they're going to have to reinvent themselves. Well, they're going to have to reinvent themselves because they're not going to get a singer that sounds exactly like Stephen Tyler or has the impact that he's had. Hicks, where are you on this one? <clears throat> it's just fucking ridiculous to think that you could have a band for 30 years <laughs> right. and then just get another guy, go out on tour. And call the Marrowsmith. Pull a journey. Get some Asian guy to fucking rock this thing. <laughs> I don't mind that. I would not mind seeing a little Asian. Walk this way. <laughs> I Walk. understand that Stephen Tyler may have some health issues. You Maybe know what his he health can't issues do it are. anymore. Broke his nose. That's oh, what happened. I thought he had a broken pelvis or something like that. You My, know, uh, whatever. He fell off stage, but yeah. that wasn't... Uh, he's fine. He fell off but the stage and landed on a straw. And <laughs> how old are they? They're close Million. to... You know, they're like close I will to tell you 70. This, it's time to dig up Aerosmith and see if the, that their face was Mona Lisa's. That's how old they are. <laughs> they're not a feds call back for you. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Sometimes, I guess, when you reach a certain age... It might be time to retire and enjoy the old, good old days. What happened when we know? said that to enjoy Leno? Enjoy the legacy. What happened when we told that to Leno? Do you really think people well, enjoy... Leno's not that old. He's only in, like, late 40s. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. Your ages are nuts. <laughs> Aerosmith is not 70, and Jay Leno's not well, 40. Well, they're over 60, They're I'll all from the that. same era. They'll meet in the middle. They're about 60. Yeah. Stephen Tyler's born in, like, 48. And so is Leno. Although, I will yeah. tell you, I saw Fleetwood Mac about three months ago. Getting My coffee? friend gave me a <laughs> ticket for Christmas. Uh-huh. And I went to go see them, and they Loved had them. so much energy. The guy doesn't even believe he's 62 years old. He what acted guy? like he was 26. <laughs> what Mick guy we talking Fleetwood, the drummer. Did he, was they? All, he was bouncing all over that drum set and all over that stage. Let I me ask you this, Patty. When you saw Fleetwood, like Man, <clears throat> Fleetwood Mac, did you start clapping when they did Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow? <laughs> and then yes. did you cry during Landslide? Honest to God, they played cat. all their old music. I loved it. What I else would they, they were Awesome. Yeah. So you like them? I, I would you like they it if Fez great. got you the box set for Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> I prefer Mikhail's Navy. Okay. <laughs> Already getting one box set. Whenever I hear "Don't Stop Tomorrow," I think of the Clinton election '92. Mm. Really? Do you think everyone is like that now? Do you think so? Yeah. He just took that song for himself. That's like well, they gave it to him. They were WWE happy. WWE music. They showed up at his uh, election night and they played it. Yeah. And um, the way they brought him out was, can you believe how much this band weighs? <laughs> Which was mean, I thought. <laughs> Obama's was signed, sealed, and delivered. I don't remember Al Gore's. Why are you talking more and more like Patty? 
<laughs> as you sit there. I'm getting you guys talking. Fez has, hasn't said anything since Da Vinci. I do remember Al Gore's. You ain't seen nothing yet. But baby, you ain't... Because okay. he looked like he could be in the band. <laughs> John McCain kept getting sued. He did, didn't he? He got sued for that. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Fuzzy, you called me last night. You said you've been kind of bummed out lately. Yeah. You said you haven't come back from uh, Christmas. Yeah, I have not come back from the vacation. So you're still there? Um, I mean, not in a good way, still on vacation. On a vacation with your problems. <laughs> V-A-C-A-T-I-O-N. <laughs> in the summertime. You know you're turning into Beanie. <laughs> Every moment. <laughs> what? How so? You just act like her. You talk like her. And well, then even doing part? stuff like, that song reminds me of Clinton. <laughs> We're the same person. When I watch TV shows, I watch them on my TV set. <laughs> I don't know how they ever got these remote controls without wires. I still like the wired remote control. This way, you'll never lose it. Why is he doing that? <laughs> So yes, it uh, it was, yeah. I, I I was dealing with something at uh, vacation time towards the end of the vacation, and then oh, brought all my baggage back with me, and just have not shaken it yet. You were saying that uh, you were over a friend's house, fell asleep on the couch, and farted yourself awake. Oh, that's happened before, but that's not what happened a this time. Again. Buddy, this is my impression of Fez running in a track meet. <laughs> Patty, that's not me. Don't laugh. This is my impression of Silver Fez Mill. as the Incredible Hulk. Oh, no. He's angry. You don't like him when he's angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm gassy. <laughs> so that's why he's green. All right, this is a picture of Fez... Look at me, Patty. <laughs> Patty, look at me. This is a picture of Fez rowing a boat. Rowing a boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patty, with your snickering. I can't help <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't ever step on a lap. Try and enjoy it. All right. Are you ready for this one, Patty? This is a picture of Fez as a bird. Still funny to you? I can't help it. But look it's at Ron me. making me laugh. <laughs> no, yeah, buddy, I didn't I even do. say a word. I understand. I didn't say a word. <laughs> Wait, I don't get he's it. He's just flapping his arms and making <laughs> fart noises. That's all he's doing, Patty. I know. <laughs> Control yourself. <clears throat> Fuzz, what did you e even eat for dinner last night? Uh, last night I had uh, baked chicken. You sure? Uh, that sounds that smells, smells like lobster. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so, Fez, what happened? Something <laughs> happened to you? You're upset about it? You don't want to talk about it, you said. But you just said uh, f you, you're upset. Yeah, I'm upset. I just, I did something what I considered stupid and embarrassing over the holiday. Told a joke? Uh, Dale, in Georgia, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Mr. B. How you doing? Good. 
Hey, uh, I was wondering if you could help me out. We're coming up to the city, the New York, this weekend. I was wondering if you could help me find a classy joint to have a nice cigar, kick back, and relax. Uh, well, there is this small chain, something with books. Um, let me look up the name of it for you. And where's the place that they wouldn't let you in, Fez, for having on sneakers? I think that was Club Macanudo. Club Macanudo is actually a pretty nice place. And then uh, Bar and Books are all over the city. So either one of those yeah. will do for you. Great, man. I've, I've looked at both of them, didn't know if they would. Uh, I know you recommend them. That'll work, man. Thanks. There you go. I appreciate it. So you did something horrible, right? And, and and afterthought, it seemed pretty horrible and embarrassing and stupid. At the time, it didn't. Uh, at the time, I was honestly drinking, and it didn't seem that bad. Well, how did you find out it was bad? I just woke up the next day feeling bad about it. All right. So you did something stupid when you were drunk. Right. Yeah. Well, if you said it didn't feel bad when you were drunk, right. Why did it feel bad when you were sober? What was the big difference? I think because when I sobered up, I realized it was inappropriate. Well, and, and it, it seemed like fun while I was drunk. It seemed like it was it seemed like an okay thing to do uh -huh. to try, and then the next day it just felt like totally different person. Why would you try something like that? You know, and it just it felt stupid and embarrassing the next day. Well, what's that have to do with work, though? Why would that make you upset when you're at work? Because I just I, because I, I've dragged it into the workplace. Well, this is the verse we're hearing about. He called me last night, and he told me this is why he's been upset. Because obviously he's been a little disconnected since he's been back. Have you noticed? Yeah, I guess a little bit. Hicks, have you noticed? He's been weird in the morning. Like, uh, you're eating like this is, like you're at some kind of a fucking dinner theater. He's been eating like <laughs> for an hour and a half. Like he's got a buffet back there. He thinks it's dinner theater. Seriously. He's just sitting there watching the show. Every time. Having fucking mashed potatoes. He found the Burger you, King with beers. You asked him a question. It was like a uh, delay. <laughs> like he was in, on Moscow talking to you because he was fucking gulping something down. Pretzels. No, not pretzels. Oh, uh, Patty? By the way, this is Fez sawing wood. <laughs> what That's are, embarrassing. What Patty, he's please. Making, <laughs> why are you sawing that wood? Oh, this, this is Fez knowing in a hammer. <laughs> oh. One after another. It's embarrassing, right? Uh, this old house. All right, what's what Fez I been do. doing in the morning that's so peculiar? He's been really, really quiet, more so than usual, and... He's just been very, very just off. Have you noticed it too, Dave? I didn't notice him being quiet. I gotta be honest. Have you just been sitting in your shame every day? <laughs> Basically, yeah. All right. And then I come back here and I do a really bad job here, and it just, oh. it all goes together. Well, but when you do a bad job here, we like to think of that as consistency. So you feel like you are doing a bad job because you got really drunk. And did something that you didn't like. Just feeling like, you know... That's like every Saturday morning for me. Bad at everything. Well, not sawing wood. <laughs> <laughs> not he, me he sawing the wood. He really should get a chainsaw <laughs> if he's going to have those problems. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the saw or the... 
Well, here's the deal, Fez. Isn't the whole point of getting annihilated drunk because you want to be fucking retarded? Like the song goes, let's get retarded. <laughs> and then, what did you hope to do by bringing that to work with you? I didn't mean to bring it to work with me. It just f followed me. It all felt... it was. It all just felt like the same feeling. Hmm. So it still feels like you've, you're in, you're in a, um, you feels like you're in a, in a shame spiral right now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Where every move is just stupid and asinine. Are you still drunk? No. No. Sobered up. Want to get drunk? Fuck yeah. And maybe get something new to think about. Um, I have a card for your psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Give her a call right now. All right. Uh, the name on that is Dr. Wacky Dumb Shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. That should be Mick Dumb Shit. It's oh, always funny. It's Irish. I'd like to call Dr. Wacky McDumbshit. That's funnier. So you feel like you've been carrying this shame spiral around with you? Yeah, yeah. Now, Dave, you're constantly getting drunk and doing embarrassing things. Yes, I am, Ron. How do you not bottom out? How do you not go, wait, it's, it's a good time question. for me to quit drinking? Yeah, it's a good question. Well, I just get over it, I guess. That's my technique. But how do you get over it? What are you doing um, differently than Fez? Well, I mean, I I enjoy getting drunk. Maybe that's the key. Maybe Fez doesn't like drinking. Well, did, you said you had fun that night. I had a great time that night, yeah. And then you had to think to yourself, wait, the things I did, really bad. Right, as I was thinking over the night, you and, know, the next day. It was just kind of a waking up to it. Now, did anybody... And it got me really nervous and panicky. Fucking totally freaked out. Yeah. Um... Did anybody else at the party say you were out of line? Um, no. No. Did you go back and ask? Yes, I did. I went and asked one person. And what that person say? Don't worry about it? They said, don't worry about it. But that doesn't stop me from worrying about it. You have to not worry about it. If that person said, don't worry about it, then don't worry about it. You did something inappropriate. You took your shit in somebody's pantry. So what? It happens. A child's right, pantry. Do you think you have a drinking problem? Um, I never thought so until that night. Really? Yeah. Because normally, you know, that's the fucking sign of it, though. Right. I mean, I mean, in here, for some reason, feels a little bit more controlled, like a drinking show in here. Yeah. But like, I I woke up not thinking I couldn't trust myself. While uh, you were out, drinking? Yeah, out in public. That was, that was part of it, too. And I remember that night, too, because on, to be honest, I was not planning on drinking that night because mm -hmm. I didn't know where I was going to end up. And so, and then got a designated driver, so I started having some drinks. And I remember it just hit me so freaking fast, too. <clears throat> 
something to say, Patty? <laughs> yeah, right? Over there? Yeah. She just doesn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ahem. <laughs> So then, yeah, go ahead. You got a couple of different things. Number one, you might say to yourself, I can't drink anymore. Number two is you might say to yourself, "Um, maybe I'm making too big a deal about this. Or number three, maybe you're ashamed about something else because you haven't dealt with it. And the drinking made you feel comfortable that one night. But when you sobered up, you're back to fucking shame guy. Right. And I, I think that's what it is. And that upsets me because I felt I felt I was like past a lot of the shame guy stuff. I really felt okay with everything and past it. And for something like that to come back up right. just what? makes me feel like there's no progress. No, there has been no progress for you. We've all said that you're you're you've got a fucking gypsy, literally stealing out of your wallet right now. Well, the progress has been that of like a man on a treadmill, just sitting there. So you're probably losing weight, <laughs> right? You're healthier, and you're watching a lot of CNN. <laughs> um, here's uh, Anthony in New Jersey. You're on Manifest. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Hey, hey, Fez, do you think the fact that when you woke up from being drunk, you woke up in the same bed that you were, that you slept in when you were a kid, and maybe all those emotions and everything came back? Well, not only that, but he's back, you know, this even happened with friends from decades ago, and you say you, you're starting a new life, Fezzy, but then you never go forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Even at that moment being drunk, thinking I was going forward, it was still obviously backward, and I didn't realize that till afterwards. What are you thinking, Patty? I don't know. It just makes... You know, maybe just have to learn that you have a limit and don't go past that line. And that's it. See, but have a good time when you go out, but just don't go past that line. I don't know? think it's the drinking, really. Mm-hmm. But I think when Fez wants to deal with this one part of his life, he has to be annihilated drinking to even focus on it. And if that's the point, then you're not so much comfortable with this decision that you thought you made. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's the fucking problem. And that's where the, sh- the it doesn't seem like the shrink is working on this with you. Well, I mean, I brought it, I mean, talk about it all the time in there. Yeah, I know, but talking about it doesn't mean you're doing it. You know, like, let's suppose you wanted to be a skier. And we say, how your ski lessons come along? Well, every week we fucking talk about skiing, so it's going good. You'd have to fucking put on skis and go down the fucking hill. You still haven't put on the skis. You still haven't went down the hill. And perhaps the reason is you really don't want to ski. Maybe you're really not a skier. See, the weird thing is that um, that night when I was drinking, I felt like I wanted to ski. I Was there even a, a hill there? No, there was no hill to ski down. Then that's a problem. You don't want to show up in a fucking Kmart with fucking skis 
and start fucking banging around because those people aren't fucking hills. <laughs> and one of the problems with you is every time you say you want to ski, you pick a hill that has no snow on it. Oh. You need a crooked hill, not a, a straight hill. I think I get it. Yeah. But I'm not sure. You get it. Yeah, I think I do. He picked a hill so. that wasn't crooked. It was straight. I see now. And that's the kind... Now, the problem is, that's the kind of mistake a drunken skier could make. Right. And the point is, <laughs> if you really want to ski, you don't have to get drunk when you up that hill. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, I want to deal with this. I better fucking hammer some fucking drinks so I can go skiing. So, of course, you feel a little fucking embarrassed. You made an ass out of yourself. That's what happens when you party. Look at Dave. He makes an ass out of himself. Hello. <laughs> Water, duck's ass. <clears throat> now, I don't know how you could ever even look at that hill again. That's what I'm saying. Or the hill's brother. Uh-huh. Huh. This wasn't Grant Hill, was no, it? The, the basketball you, player? No, you, you get very confused with the Hill part. Okay. We're using fucking metaphors. All right. Just stick with the skiing. Uh, John, you're on the Ron Fez Show. Hello? Yeah, how are you? Hey, man. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Just try to get a little advice from you. All right, go ahead. Uh, I cheated on my wife. It's been about a year, a little over a year ago. I wasn't a fair thing. It wasn't unfair, long, long lasting. Well, wasn't a fair of one woman. Cheated several times. Um, I told her about it. I told her everything that happened. And, uh, you know, of course she don't trust me still. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but she's saying, she told me last night that, that I'm the one that needs to let go of it because it's bothering me now more than it's bothering her. Yeah, if you want to let, let go of it, how is she going to? And why did you tell her in the first place? I'm an idiot, man. I, I, I just I couldn't do it no more, man. I got two beautiful kids. Right. Every time I lay down beside her, I, I just couldn't do it no but more. See, he, here's the point, John. That always gets me. When people want to go back and admit something, right? Are you yeah. doing it? For the other person, or are you doing it for yourself? I'm doing. Uh, man, I, that's a hard question to answer. Really, I it's mean, an easy I, question to answer, and that's why you you know the answer. This has all been I, about you since the beginning. I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. I'm doing it be, just simply because I can't. I really believe she's an ex, awesome woman, awesome wife. Then treat her like that great mother and i couldn't stand you know i i didn't know my two kids and that's what's making me feel so bad about it this last year i my kids i got i've got a seven-year-old and a two-year three-year-old you cheat on them by taking other kids out to chuck e cheese uh, oh my god I mean, wouldn't that I be the worst <laughs> like you're driving past chuck e cheese and you just see your dad over there <laughs> having fucking fun with some other kids then you see him take him over he's playing miniature golf with them and then they go to the batting cages and finally oh, end up the day with a water fucking slide and Bad ice cream. I never puppets with me. Patty, you never had a father. I didn't did know you? my kids. And this last year, I've grown so close to them, man. It, it's killing me still. 
Well, what are you yeah, going to fucking do? Punish them? Eat this. Let it fucking grow cancer inside you, and then you'll die, and they'll remember you. Yeah. But stop bothering them with it all the time. Yeah. You're a whore master who acted like a whore. Live with it. Act like a whore. And fucking put your nose up when you walk down the street. Am I right, Patty? Uh, I guess. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Patty, who do you think is a better orphan, you or Chris Stanley? You're both orphans. <clears throat> I'm a better clear, orphan, I guess. <laughs> please clear your... Uh, Fuck. Right. I'm a better uh -oh. orphan. <laughs> um, here's uh, Bryce in Canada. You're on my face. Hi there, guys. Yeah. I just want to uh, give some advice to Fez there. Uh, if he ever goes king, he should put a helmet on. I don't think that's going to have to be the big uh, problem. Because I don't see Fez on the back of the skis. <laughs> he just doesn't seem like he wants to be skiing. You don't seem like a skier to me, Fez. Right. Yeah. I've ne well, I've never skied before. There's no reason for you to think I'd be a skier. So he's the hell, I guess? Hmm? What? No. Come back here, sandwich. In front of the Bob. Wish I had a sandwich. <laughs> so, Fezzi, a couple things. Number one, I don't know how long we've told you you're not making progress with the shrink. You refuse to believe us. Then you come back with a thing. And why did you keep this for a month before you told us why you're acting this way? Well, it's, I mean, this is stupid, it doesn't make sense, but I didn't want to bring up one more bad thing in here. Well, you know we love to laugh at you. We love to know that you fucked up your New Year's Eve. And when what happens when you fuck up your New Year's Eve? What does that do to the following year? Fucks it up? Yeah. I mean, that's a known fact. <laughs> you just went out, and you've made this year a stay low year. <laughs> Shit. Stay low. 2000 yeah. fucked. You haven't talked to the Hill yet? No, no, I haven't talked to the Hill, no. If I was you, I'd fucking climb a fence before I bumped into that fucking hill. <laughs> I'd dive behind bushes if I saw that hill coming. Take a bulldozer and just flatten the hill. Oh, if you skate, don't fart so much. No. That way you won't turn the snow. I don't remember asking for advice, Stalker Patty. Sorry. I thought by bringing it up you were asking for advice. <laughs> Not farting advice. But let me ask you this. Now that you told us, right? Uh-huh. Do you feel better about it? Yeah, I feel better, but I feel I feel better, but I feel better in the way of that guy that called talking about the affair. Like this should have been something that maybe I kept to myself and I feel, you know, and I made myself feel better by bringing it up. And nobody else. Well, at least now we know why you've been acting like you've been acting. Disconnected, uninvolved, and um, really not fucking being here. Never really coming back. And I remember thinking, this is what Earl did last year. <laughs> you know, when your friend doesn't tell you why he's acting like that, after a while you're like, I don't know, maybe he doesn't like it here. <laughs> oh. I got another hmm? what? thought. <laughs> got another thought there? <clears throat> what are you thinking, Patty? Oh. <laughs> what is it, Patty? 
<laughs> Say what's on your mind. <laughs> Say what's on your mind. Read what's uh, on your mind. You'll, <laughs> uh, th- th- are those words thoughts coming out of your mouth? <laughs> no. I can't read the <laughs> Yeah, she can't read the handwriting. Joe, Joe and Phil, you're on my face. On the wall. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, my brother, he was a skier. And uh, when he was having trouble, you know, getting onto a slope, he actually went to a shrink, and the shrink was a skier, and that is what I think helped him out. And uh, he's officially a pro now, and I think maybe Fez should look up that alley. I'm wondering why you never looked into that, Fez. Hmm. Uh, because, you know, I had actually talked to one or two mm-hmm. that were, I guess, skiers. And I, di- I didn't like where they were coming from. Well, that's I, just going to be from behind you. No. But here's what I I think that the reason why you don't like it. I don't think that you want to be with a shrink who says, I want you to do stuff. I think you want to be with a shrink who says, I want you to come here, cry, and I'll tell you, no, you're a good boy. I have a feeling that's what you're paying for. And it's almost most like a mothering prostitute <laughs> where you go there, you sob, and then the, the shrink goes, I know, that hurts, right? I know it's bad. And a person like you, you've been through so much. Yeah, I, I can't argue with you, and I've brought that up the past couple times I've been back. And what you go, I know. <laughs> I know it's hard and you're not making progress. <laughs> I like money. Thanks for all the money, though. Uh, you got to come over and see my new fucking wing on my house. I call it the Fez Watley Cryatorium. <laughs> Who are you, Fez? I have no idea at this point. For a brief moment over the vacation, I thought I was a skier. Because you were drunk? Yeah, I felt like a skier then. Oh. But and I felt good about skiing. But it wasn't a hill, right? No. So you weren't skiing. At that point, it sounds like you were bothering. I felt good about the prospect of skiing. But the person wasn't a hill. No. So it was never going to be skiing. It's like he's skiing in a pool. <laughs> a skier has to look for a hill. Not just put on skis, stand on flat ground, and y'all, I wish you were a hill. I'd fuck the shit out of you if you were. I mean, I've skied before, and it can't be done on flat ground. Oh. What about cross It was a one-time thing, Ron. <laughs> What's that? What about cross-country That's skiing? rape. That's rape. It's not really skiing. That's raping the land. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Also, Fez, maybe when you think about skiing, you should say to yourself, um, maybe I won't be drinking for this. Maybe I'm serious about this. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is definitely the thought now. Absolutely. Because maybe you'd be better to do it poorly, but be aware of what you're doing. Because there's very few uh, things that are learned while you're drunk. Normally, <laughs> when you're drunk, is like you're celebrating after the fact or taking off some 
stress after the fact. But you don't normally get good at stuff right. while you're drinking. Well, wait, darts. That's the only thing. Well, that's the it, only time you play. Um, Chris in South Carolina, you're on running Fez. Hey, guys. Uh, Fez, I was just wondering if you ever watched skiing videos. I've watched skiing videos. How do you feel about them? Well, those just always seem like perfect hills, you know? It's not based in reality, really. Hmm. Why not? Well, it's just, you know, perfect people in perfect circumstances. I don't understand That's it, what those you? videos are for. They're fantasies. They're not going to have ugly hills. Disgusting old videos. <laughs> <laughs> old, ugly hills. Oh, you feel, you feel like you, the skiers don't look like you? Right, yeah. Yeah, they don't. Not for that. <laughs> but that's good. You want people looking like you doing that? How oh. many skiers have an 18-inch dick? It's just <laughs> not going to happen. Certainly not Peekaboo Street. Um, here's David, Michigan. You're on my face. Ronnie, good Monday to you. What can I do for you, for, my friend? You know what? Uh... If I had, say, a secret, yeah, I would I would keep it pretty tight-lipped and maybe work it out in my brain. But when I put it over the airways and vaguely disguise it as these strange little circumstances or yeah. subtle confusions, I'm not sure that that's really helpful. Why, why wouldn't you just come out and say, look, I'm gay and I'm trying to deal with it? Where, did, the problem huh? is Where did that come from, David? So we're talking about skiing. Whoa. whoa. <clears throat> Whoa. Wrong show. Out cue is down the hall. Sicko. Jesus Christ. Take it down the hall and to the left. <laughs> Patty, you're wise. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you're very wise. You're in outdoor sports. If you honestly think, what should Fez do now? Um, well, Fez, the person... Even you're taking advice from Patty. Well, okay. If the person... <laughs> you saw said don't worry about it then i would just drop it and just move on the interesting thing is and and that's a really good point so the only reason it to hold on to it is like you like to hold on to it you know what i mean you mm -hmm. want to feel upset let's go back to the person who can't shake off that he cheated on his wife she says you've apologized i got it why does he want to stay in that spot Part of him has to like it. Selfish. Or shellfish. <laughs> that too. As they say on Spongebob. That's good. Um, why don't you do this, Fizz? When, when's the next time you're seeing a shrink? Uh, tomorrow. What's the last thing she told you to do? Um, I can't even remember. Um... So you call her if I needed her. So you don't get things to work on during the week. It's just you go there and cry, and then you go back and live your life, and then you go back there and cry. Oh, no, 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 no. I got like a, like a meditative thing to do and an imagery thing to do. In three fucking years, you came on, you, you've come up with something that's on the fucking first page of any self-help book that you can get for eleven ninety five. Same price as two Domino's pizzas. And more delicious. <laughs> uh, 
Um, here's uh, Jay in Wisconsin. You're on Fez. And maybe Fezzy just needs to get him, go on the Craigslist and get himself an instructor. You know, somebody that already knows how to ski the hill. What's the problem with you on Craigslist? Well, the Craigslist murder, for one, where someone got murdered, you know, after meeting someone off of Craigslist. The stranger aspect of it, of not knowing who I'm dealing with. You want it to be a relative. No, I don't want it to be a relative. Well, you can meet him in a coffee shop or a public place. You don't have to meet him at the apartment. Everybody's a stranger at first. Yeah. Just have a meeting in a nice public establishment if you're scared. I always like to say um, strangers are just friends that haven't robbed yet. <laughs> say there's still some danger involved in that. What part? Being robbed. What are you afraid of? Robbed? M robbed, murdered, assaulted. Tell you the truth, all those things would be better than the way you've been acting. Patty, where do you meet guys? Where do I meet? Starbucks. <coughs> How many guys hit on you? Coffee. Um. Clear your voice. Uh, Clear your throat. I don't know. When I go to events, you know, like meet a lot people, of fellas. Yeah, guys. they're very, very nice. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, I also belong to plenty of fish, and uh, I get what? letters from some people on there. You know, what's plenty of fish? Plentyoffish.com is it's a, a dating service. It's a website for meeting people. But isn't it for lesbians? No, it's for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's called Plenty of Fish. Plentyoffish.com. You never heard of this? Never heard of it in my life. <clears throat> That's uh, funny because I remember my sister in law telling you about it the night that you hung out with her. I got the idea from somebody last year, so I went on the website and Craigslist. joined it. It's yeah. another type of Craigslist. Oh, okay. No, not really. You know, the nice people you can see on a lot of profiles, and uh, you get your matches every month, and you go on their profiles if you want to real winners. What's it called? Them. It's, you know, it's called plentyoffish.com. More like plenty offish. No. <laughs> you know how good it is, Fez? How good? Some guy's going to be meeting Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Um, I don't understand. Uh, you're Scott and Tampa. You're on Fez. Ah, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, Fezzy, um, you know, I think maybe you really want to ski, but um, maybe you're looking for too big a hill or too nice of a hill. Sometimes you have to start out with a, you know, not a perfect hill. It may have a few trees on it. How about a fat not... hill? Start yourself off with a fat hill. Pig hills. Uh, Chris Poconos. Run Fez. Hey, Fez, have you considered uh, the many ski lodges along the New Jersey Turnpike? There's only a couple that are like that, by the way. No, I haven't thought of any of the mini lodges. Why not, though? Because, again, stranger, it seems like you're putting yourself in a really dangerous situation. Not really. Just put a condom on. Especially if you're meeting somebody out, you know, along a turnpike. Now, Fez, the first time that you told me you thought you were a skier... Is almost a year and a half ago now. Right. You haven't done any skiing. No. Haven't even went up to the top of the slopes. No. Would it be a mistake to say, while you're fighting this, maybe you're not a, a skier. And maybe you're also not an ice skater. Maybe you're a guy who doesn't do either. Why would that be so horrible? 
It wouldn't be horrible, but honestly, it's not how I feel. I mean, I know I can't call myself a skier because I haven't skied. All right, there's somebody perfect for you. This guy's name is the Octopus. Why did he just go by the other name I had for him? Boy Precious. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was a guy. He's black with black hair. 34 years old. You see that as a girl. That doesn't look masculine to you. <laughs> and according to Not at all. That would be the worst looking woman ever. Instead of what he is, the worst looking man ever. And he's 185 centimeters tall. Well, why don't Fez meet him in fucking London then? <laughs> well, that shit matters. It's really funny, Fez. You come in here and you say, I'm all upset. I don't know what to do. Then we tell you what to do. You never agree with us. And then you go back and do the same thing that you always do with your shrink. Yeah, I, I stink when it comes to being in cycles like that. I never, I never break through, and that's what I, that's what you're, I've been telling the shrink since I got back. You're saying the right thing, though. If you want to get better, is to say I can't do it, <laughs> and it's a cycle. I don't know why it's not working. Normally, that helps you feel better right away. So the fact that you came to us with us, nothing's going to change, right? You're still going to be disconnected and off here? No, I want, I want to just, you know, by saying it out loud, you know, by telling you guys, get past it and move along. That's all I want to do is move along. You've turned over the unmasked to Chris Stanley. Does that make you feel better? No, it doesn't make me feel better. If this helps, it's more work for Chris Stanley. That doesn't make me feel better. Nothing about any of that made me feel better. Would this, why don't you take um, some of the heat off Chris Stanley and take his girlfriend out for a lovely punk rock weekend this weekend? What? That's cool. Guess a lot more time to focus on work. <laughs> then, uh, you'll, then you can do the stuff you love to do, Chris. They're going to see Creed. They're in town soon. Oh, she'll love that. Sure. They're rock, right? With arms wide open. <laughs> Fez, how many years have we told you stop going back home for vacation? Ten. I mean, if you think that you're in a cycle <laughs> with your family, maybe you're also in a cycle with your old friends. It's kind of unusual still to have friends from so long ago. Hmm. Like Dave is saying, he doesn't have time for his old friends. Everybody goes in different places. I barely see the cat, man. Then every time you get back... To, see, here's the problem when Seeker. you... When you guys aren't together and growing together. When you get back together, you're just regressing to where you were years ago. Probably. And you're doing the same things. That's why you're drinking and playing video games. <laughs> Still fun. Well, sure, for you. But uh, what Catman's if, having the ball. But what if you wanted to accomplish something? <laughs> I wouldn't with my friends. I'm telling you this, though. I don't think Fez um, really wants this, though. I don't think he wants it. I don't think he wants to be a skier. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing or to put you down. But, I mean, everything I, I tell myself says I want to ski, I'm just afraid to go down the slope. I know. But I'm saying this. Maybe you're not a skier. Maybe you're just a guy who likes to jack the ski videos. They're out there. There's a lot of people who like to watch videos, and that's it. Oh, yeah. 
It happens sometimes. Maybe a shemale pops up. You didn't anticipate it. Big deal. We're going to stop jerking off. No. Fuck no. And yeah, they call it dirty mess for a reason. I did. I guess the title wasn't misleading. Here's Steve. This got really personalized. <laughs> what? Nothing. Really quick. Uh, Steve and Allen down here running Fez. Hey, Fezzy. Yes. Hey, we got a nice little ski lodge for you up here in Allentown. You know, nice, get some nice dancing at night. You know, you meet a bunch of other skiers. You should come on up and visit it sometime. Uh, you know, and you've been invited to a million places like that. Fez, you live in one of the ski capitals of the East Coast. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's full-out ski neighborhoods. And I know for a fact, I mean, you worry about not being attractive enough. Uh-huh. These fuckers will ski with anybody. They don't give a fuck. Why not? They're skiing on six, seven hills a night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All fucked up on meth. Animals. Fuck yeah. Doing meth, poppers. A lot of these fucking hills are just getting off the bus from ass wipe fucking <laughs> Alabama. They don't know a good skier from a bad one. <laughs> these are extreme skiers. You want that, though. Is that what scares you? Yeah, extreme skiers? Yeah, that's, that scares me, too. Of, like, once I do start skiing, yeah. all of a sudden I'm not on a bunny hill anymore. You know, I'm Sonny Bono headed towards a tree. With I'm sorry, is the tree aids? I'm so confused. <laughs> With Sean White banging him in the ass. All right, Patty. Yeah? You see that there's no talking fez in anything, right? You're picking up on that. Well... Yeah, it prefers to hold on to what's bothering him rather than let it go. Uh, by the way, a uh, really great chance for you guys to win $1,000 if you can beat Sleeves. Have you talked to Sleeves about this yet, Dave? Um, I've uh, emailed him, but I haven't talked to him yet. Because he gets the $1,000 if no one can yep. beat him. Yes, that's his 1000 And he's written, yeah, it's almost like Steel Sleeves' is money <laughs> with a great song. Well, his song's amazing, so it's going to be difficult to do. Oh. Um, here is, uh, oh, it's the Daily Leader from Long Island. Yeah, I think Fez's problem is that he keeps looking for bunny soap when he should just give it up and go for a black diamond. All right, I just made that same comment. I just said that, Leader. Or he, or he could pull a Sonny Bono. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you see what he's doing there? Being an ass. Uh, here's Ken in North Dakota. Hey, guys. Happy birthday, Dave. Hey, Fez, what does cum taste like? Doesn't. No. Did not. Work out. <laughs> All right, let's go back to your most humiliating <laughs> night. You wake up the next morning and start into that, oh, my God, what did I do? Right, yeah, where it's like, wake Could up. you remember everything? No, I ca not at first. Kind of woke up. Well, woke up very hungover. Brownouts, right? Yep. And then it took me a while to remember everything. And the second it did, you were humiliated. Yeah, the second I did, I started to panic. And... And, could, I mean, could not calm down the whole next day, day after. How long before you made the phone call? Probably about... Probably got up about 11 and made the phone call probably about 2. And even though you were told, no, forget about it, no big deal, we're all drinking, 
That didn't matter to you. No, well, well what happened was I made a phone call at 2, didn't get an answer, you know? So then the panic kicked in even more. Right. Of like, so inappropriate, so bad that now people aren't talking to me. But here's... Just, you know, just running the whole gamut. You know, here's what I am probably uh, tell you as a fucking alcoholic. When you have that experience and you're like, oh my God, it was so embarrassing. Are you humiliated? You're probably right. Mm -hmm. So what? You can't be humiliated? You can't act like a fucking moron? You already did. There's nothing you can do about that. You call to apologize. They say no big deal. We're all uh, drinkers. We're all dope takers too. Um, what do we care? So yes, your worst fears, did I make an ass out of myself? Yeah, you did. But if you want to drink and drink hard, you are going to occasionally make an ass out of yourself. Unlike some people, your picture's not up on the internet. Exactly. Uh, or taped from radio. <laughs> what is it, Patty? What did you want to tell Fez? Oh, I got this uh, note here. <laughs> what? You making notes to yourself? Yeah, I just uh, got put in front of me. Fez, forget the skiing, get to F and Farty Pants. <laughs> She's not reading it. She's yeah. improv -ing. I'm a, You're not getting it. <laughs> that makes well, you know no what? sense, Patty. Did you see how embarrassed Dave is now? <laughs> Dave is humiliated. Yeah. What's on the cut, but you see what I'm saying, Fez? <laughs> you let something go. Now, destroying one month of fucking work for you. Mm -hmm. One month of work. That's completely different than all this other stuff. Uh, JoJo in Philly, you're on my Fez. Fezzy, man, you gotta be happy. All you do is everything you say seems like it's negative. It's like you haven't said one positive thing all show. And if you want to get out and ski, you don't have to go online, even though millions of people meet online every day. And you hear about what? One Craigslist killer a year, more people get shot in the mall than fucking hooking up online. Now you kept them from going to the mall. <laughs> Actually, uh, I was thinking about when I was on the elevator, uh, when Fez saying he worries about the door, the floor just swinging open. Try doing that, and it will scare the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're that doing it. It's like balsam wood. Yeah, but you're doing it to yourself. Yeah, for me, it would be the cable breaking. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my God! <laughs> I never even thought of that. <laughs> that would be scary. Really? Yeah, the cable breaking inside the <laughs> elevator. Like a, yes, wall. we know how it works. <laughs> it's like a fucked up version of like Family Feud. <laughs> Things that could go wrong in elevators. <laughs> the buttons could stop working. Uh, here's Troy in California. Uh, yeah, I was at a glory hole the other day, and I uh, saw a note that said, um, "Here, Fez sits, brokenhearted." Tried to shit, but only. Farted is the joke. Jeremy in Canada, you're on my Fez. Hey, I got a question for Fez. Just wondering if the hills that he's looking for are these attainable hills, or is they are they just so far out of his reach? Well, it's not even that this wasn't attainable. It wasn't even a hill at all. So it's why right. Fez drunkenly felt some comfort. This was a hill that is. Shy, thin, and easily to push around. So did you go out and give somebody a bad night? Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. But you wanted to do that. You were showing off in front of your other friends. Hey, look how comfortable I am now. 
I'm comfortable with myself. And you used another person to, you know, do that with. That's and, all. But, but that's horrible. But you did it. Why don't you own up to the fact that this is the way you act right now? And that if you want to make some changes, those changes are easily made. But when I ask you who, who you are, that's the guy you are when you're drinking. So what? But that's not a good person to be. It's not a person I like the next morning. Right. That's why people can make changes. But you're not making changes. You're just sitting around hating the person that you were. And in three weeks, you haven't made any change to behave differently. You've only stayed in that moment hating the person who acted that way. Yeah, I mean... You know why? I That's easier than making changes. You don't want to make changes. And the... F yeah, it's, uh, it's just that I get down deep in it and... But that's where you want to be. You want to be down deep in it. You don't want to make the change. Because we're not talking about really difficult changes to make here. You know, your first thing is being respectful of yourself and other people. You tell me you can't do that? No, I can do that. I, just, I didn't do it that night. Or since. You didn't tell your coworkers what was going on and why you were acting the way that you were acting. That's not fucking respectful. You could easily come back and go, you know what? I'm in a fucking weird place. I did something wacky over, and if I seem like I'm nuts, this is what's going on with me. And we would have said, okay. And that would have been the end of it. You don't even have to fucking tell people what you did. A lot of times I'll come in here and I'll say to Dave, Dave, if you even look at me wrong, I'm going to snap your fucking neck like a bragged stick. I'm going to avert my eyes. Say, then you'll know where you're playing. <sighs> Patty, you were on the road for a couple of years with bad company. <clears throat> bad company? What did you learn out there? <clears throat> Please cough a little more. <laughs> <laughs> I learned Wait, to seriously, be what is myself it? no matter what. Be myself. And what? if you make a mistake, say you made a mistake and uh, just move on. You were saying that you have a tough time with your boss over there at the coffee shop. He well, you sometimes. <clears throat> you said, it's just coffee. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, that's what I have to say to myself. Just coffee, and I'm just trying to change my environment. That's all. Right. So you're moving because of him? Well, yeah, basically, yeah. Because I have to. Because I'm an excellent worker. You are. You're People a wonderful like worker. me. And, and doggone uh, people like me. Stupid You know. <laughs> this new Why don't you plug the contest? I know you like to plug stuff. It plug is. the contest. And do it in a straight-ahead way. <clears throat> no one think just straight ahead. It's PennyStockChaser.com. If you can beat sleeves, if you can beat sleeves jingle for PennyStockChaser.com, come up with a better jingle than he has. Uh, submit it at jingle at SiriusXM.com. 45 seconds or less. Winner gets $1,000 if the judges decide your jingle has beaten sleeves. Mm. You think you can beat him, uh, Dave? You, you could use a thousand. Yes, I do think I could beat him. I'm going to get the old key keyboard out, do my own original music, 
combined with original lyrics. I'd like to teach the <laughs> world to go online. I, I do that. Know and that buy song. Buy some penny stocks. <laughs> That's one of the few songs that I know how to play. On what? On the keyboard. I can play that. Hmm. That's good. <laughs> the keyboard's not here. No, but, but seriously, <laughs> you're a lot better than I thought you were. You're like Keith Emerson. Thank you. Better than that goddamn lake. Um. Here's uh, Max in Wisconsin. You're on Fez. Hey, buddies. Fez, uh, I can empathize with you a little bit. The first time I went skiing, I was very apprehensive. So what I did was I hung out at the bottom of the hill, took in some hot chocolate and lemonade, and it gave me the courage to ski like a madman. So I hope that helps. Not really. Unless the hot chocolate is the booze. Yeah, you could make it a <clears throat> you can make it a hot toddy instead of a hot chocolate. Thank you, Jessica Tandy, with, <laughs> with the throat clearing. Sorry, of allergies and asthma. <laughs> Maybe you can get a black scare. Maybe. By the oh, I didn't even think of that. Okay, if you want. By the way, here's a Brazilian Julie tweet. Her ex heard of some of her recent appearances on Manifes. He said I was funny. And asked them if my new title, Crazy Pussy. And asked if I, my new title, I don't even get that. Come crazy on. Pussy. I don't. He laughed. If I mind my new title. I bet mm -hmm. you that's what she meant. Crazy Pussy is the perfect name for her. And I, I read her tweets over the weekend. They're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. She's quite the tweeter. Well, you know, I, I love a woman who's really fucking down on herself. Like, if Fez was a woman, that would seem fucking, you know, pretty into Like, I have no confidence. Perfect. <laughs> Come on in. I have no self-esteem. And I would say this, because I met a girl before she said to me, I have no self-esteem. I say, you're coming with me. And by the way, you're going to look back on this and think that you had tons of self-esteem <laughs> before you met me. Oh. What I fucking put you through is going to be dangerous. <laughs> Here's Dave in New Jersey. You're on a Fez. Hey, uh, as depressed as Fez is, I've heard of the gauntlet swings both ways, so don't worry too much. What a dope you are, Dave. Listen to me. Dave from New Jersey. It's that's like you. looking in a mirror. <laughs> that's you. That was like me calling up. Yeah. Calling myself out. It's like Bill and Ted. When you met the future Bill and Ted. <laughs> Right at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> and they didn't even get weirded out by it. I don't know what's going on with uh, Brazilian Julie. Well, I'll tell you this. Whoever new boyfriend is, if he doesn't play some kind of Amazon pygmy game with her, he's out of his fucking mind. Because, <laughs> seriously, every night I went home, I'd make her shoot me in the neck with a blow dart. <laughs> just to get everything started. Then I'd be on the bed with a paddle coming down. It would get really strange from that point on. It'd be hot soup and lowering her into it. Patty, if you ever want to come over. Okay. <laughs> Were you, you listening? What? <laughs> you could be one of those uh, people who carries the luggage on their head and <laughs> follows you through the jungle. <laughs> oh, okay. My head's too oval-shaped for that. <laughs> All right, we're going to break here. 
You gonna do a couple plugs, Fez? Uh, yeah. Yep, once the break starts. How many you got by the end of the show? Uh, three by the time we're all done. You know how much time we have left in the show? About a half hour. Remember our agreement? Yep. Can't push these to the end of the show? Yeah. Okay. Right back, run a Fez show. Sirius 197, XM 202. The virus. The Ron and Fez show. StevenSinger.com, you want to be ready for Valentine's Day with the perfect gift, the most unique gift that's out there. This is what they have at Steven Singer Jewelers. A long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold at Steven Singer Jewelers. They got them in all kinds of colors. They got them in time for Valentine's Day. Comes in a beautiful gold gift box, personalized free gift card, all from Steven Singer. Dot com. Free shipping in the continental U.S. for every item that they ship from the website IHateStevenSinger.com. Of course, if you're in the Philadelphia area, you can v visit the store in person. And the diamonds coming in from South Africa. Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. They have free parking there for your Valentine's Day shopping. And again, you can... I'm going to leave my car there and just go to the zoo in the Franklin Institute. And again, you can get this great Valentine's Day gift, the long stem rose. Uh-oh, hold on. There's a new tugboat coming up to Delaware. <laughs> All for just $59 dipped in 24 karat gold. I'm not going to dip my money at 24 karat gold. <laughs> Take the money I have. Steven Singer. Did I get that? Oh, I said it backwards. Mm -hmm. Steven Singer. Not really. Well, it didn't even belong there. Steven Singer. You just said, how much does it cost? $59. So you just went like this. All for $59 di <laughs> dipped in fucking gold. I picked up from the tugboat. Huh? I don't get it. I hate Steven Singer.com. Oh, why? He's such a good friend of you. Or call toll free 1 888 I hate Steven Singer. Get a free personal shopper to help you with your Valentine's Day gift shopping. And Steven Singer, I hate Steven Singer.com. 59 bucks for this long stem rose. They've sold out last January. Get your order in now at I hate Steven Singer.com. Tell me, Curly, how do you know Miss Cross? We went to Harvard together. Oh, that's great. I wrote a hit play and directed it. So I'm not slaying it either. We get a trip, yeah, buddy, this is the Ron Fez show. Fixing Patty, or Brooksy, as she's known. You were uh, bragging to me about how many people are followers of yours right now, Patty? Well, yeah, I think that's a lot, considering I've only been on Twitter about eight weeks. How many people you got rocking you? Well, I got the 196 followers, and I'm following 40. <clears throat> so that makes you more popular. I don't know. More people are following you <clears throat> than you are following them. Yeah, I, I don't know. Dave, are you following Patty right now? Oh, I'm sure I must be following her. Because it's a mistake her. not to. Must be following her. Now, Fez, you don't like to read the tweets. No, it's, uh, the 140 characters is a little much for me. All right, here's what you need to do, Patty. Um, because Fez doesn't, um, read, as you know. So why don't you come on over here and do a Twitter on tape and just read the tweets that you did. Um, let's start, <laughs> um, 
Let's start January 4th and read it up. You want to come over here? Over yeah, I'm going to have. Yeah, yeah. Let me see where you are. I got you. Uh, start on January 4th and read your tweet. And then, of course, the date that it happened. And this will be like Twitter on tape. Okay. Brooksy, right there. Got it. Why is it so difficult, Dave? That should be locked in. As, you should be a follower of that. January 4th, start her up. January 4th, okay. And you are getting this in real time. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, what a day. 10 degrees out, five layers of clothes, and <clears throat> I'm still freezing. <clears throat> Gotta get thicker skin. January 6th, looks like I'll be transferring from to my new store location and soon. Jan, uh... Oh, uh, trying to, oh, January 9th, trying to decide what to keep and what to throw out as I prepare my move for to Staten Island. January 11th, got to get myself through these next four days in this store. Hopefully next week will be better for me. January 12th, looking forward to cooking in a real kitchen when I later move this month. Oh, January 13th, on a mission to search for the entire box set to my fave show of all time, Mikhail's Navy. I didn't know that. Uh, without my phone for a few days, a great lesson on dependency. Next time I won't take it so for granted. Mm. Wow, visiting the Apple store in Manhattan, found out I could go on the Internet for free, right in the store, learn new things every day. I took the census test and got a 92 on my first try. I hate red tape. More paperwork to do, but I did sign the lease, though. Looking forward to my three rooms soon. You see what you're missing, Fez? Yeah, well, I like the tweets on tape. Yeah, tweets on tapes are starting to work. It's perfect for me. Why isn't she up for a shorty award? She was never nominated. <laughs> oh, do me a favor, too, Dave. Let's go over and find your first uh, tweet from um, the telethon. Okay. By the way, I want to read off all the people who uh, won on the contest over the weekends. They get to sign Ron and Fez shirts. See if you can uh, answer this, Fez. Um, who sang the national anthem at, at the Super Bowl where the Colts played the Jets? Um, it was, oh, I know, it was uh, Jennifer Hudson. The Colts played the Jets in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Jennifer oh. Hudson would not have been born yet. That was in Miami. What, what do you think it was, Dave? Now think, Miami, 1969, 1970. Who was America's sweetheart then? Anita Bryant? Bang! You hit that one. Now, name the schools where the two starting quarterbacks of the Vikings-Saints game went to college. Okay, that I think I know. What do you got, Fez? I got uh, Southern Miss and Purdue. Bing! You would have won that one, Fez, without even search, search, hurry up and searches. Uh, congratulations to Rob RVR and, of course, to Figgy Boo for <laughs> knowing about Anita Bryant. Now, Super Bowl three is kind of interesting. It's the only Super Bowl in the histories of Super Bowls that cannot be repeated. Cannot be repeated. Those two teams will never play each other in the Super Bowl again because yeah. the Colts have moved over right. to the AFC. And the closest we'll ever get was that championship game huh. that we had the other night. Which a fun fact. I know it wasn't as close as you like, Fez. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a damn, good, a damn good game. It was really fun to see the Jets pop out on that and to see that the Colts had 
focused on the running game so hard that they were giving up some long balls to yeah. Sanchez. When they were literally saying, go ahead and beat us, Sanchez. And then he was. He was beating So him. they had to fucking adjust it. And start playing them like yeah. a fucking big league quarterback. That was a very good football game. It was a lot better. It was a lot cleaner played than the other game, which was ridiculous. The Vikings mm -hmm. fumbling the ball six times, I think it was. Vikings didn't. They blew it. I mean, that that was so many fumbles. I mean, if they just had half the fumbles of that game, they win the game by ten points. Yeah. So they really did choke. I mean, I don't like to use the word choke, but you can't have everybody fumbling that many times. They were beating the dome team at dome. You gotta fucking you gotta you gotta take care of it. Yeah. Right, this is uh, Dave on his Twitter Twitterathon. This was the first one. Yeah. Hi, my name is. David McDonald, and tonight, coming up at 8.30, 8.45 sharp, it's the Haiti Twittyathon. That's right. Twitter, your support for Haiti. This is obviously not the one I was looking for. I was looking for the one that when the Twittyathon started. But you know that Dave is drinking when his scalp sweats. <laughs> he just gets wet on the top of his head. Okay, well, this is the others, the second one. Yeah, this is one that started. He always waits a minute. Oh, hello. <laughs> My name is David, and as you can see, this is the very first ever Haiti Twittyathon. That's right. Fuck George Clooney, because George Clooney can't play air hockey for every goal that I score. And yes, I've been drinking. For every goal that I score, that's one tweet to Haiti. Camera? That's one for you, Haiti. Offensive. That's I said no that's way. Offensive. Why? Yeah. That's offensive. That's that's nothing. Those people need help, and all you're doing is scoring goals. That's nothing. Offensive, Patty. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Did you clear your throat? Yeah. I, Why don't you make a tweet about how offensive that is, and then retweet it? <laughs> that's. Nothing different than what the NBA players did, uh, donating $1,000 every one point that they got. And Antoine Jameson, who averages 22 points a game, got eight. They actually gave <laughs> <eight. laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah. Why not just say, I'm going to give him 22? His heart's in the right place. So it yeah, was but his it. fucking shot isn't. Yeah, that's A. And B, these guys are multimillionaires, a, a, more, a little more than $1,000, you would think, per mm. point. And how much did you give per shot? I gave one um, another tweet of support. I wasn't giving a money thing. It was more of a moral thing. Conundrum? Just a shout out. Like a like a more morale. I meant a morale booster on the internet. A tweet. <laughs> Why don't you give him a moral booster? <laughs> a tweet saying, "Hey, we support you." What's up with your son today? You say you were a little nervous about him. Did you call and check? Yeah, not doing so. I just got a thing from the wife. Not doing so hot. Poor fella. So, what's next? We have no idea. I'll see what this is. This is apparently a very bad episode today. Now, uh, here's the deal, Fezzi. You say that Dave's got bigger problems than you. Totally. How come you can't tell, though? During the show, he sits here, he's silly, he's an idiot. <laughs> see what I mean? Where you, you had something you did while you were drunk, and you felt bad on the, on the air for a month. Yeah, it's... We're two different people. <laughs> I'm a lot more selfish of a person, I believe. 
don't think that's the well, case. You're the big winner then. <laughs> the selfish man. Uh, the other night, Conan made me laugh really hard because uh, he was pointing himself out to people as being able to live a dream, you know? No matter who you are, even if you were born a rich kid in Massachusetts. <laughs> and he's being totally serious. And he goes, and I'm living proof that if you work really hard and you're kind, anything can happen. <laughs> so in this time, you're down as you're a workaholic and you're incredibly kind. <laughs> you got Who what? calls themselves kind? I'm nice. Fuck you. Nice and kind have to come from other people. <laughs> but I'll tell you who is kind. Stalker Patty? Yeah. And this is from all of us on 202. We want you to have <laughs> this lovely Valentine's Wow. Thank from you. I hate it costs us all a lot of money. <laughs> but it's dipped in 24 karat gold. Those are available at oh, IHateStevenSinger.com. I love this. Isn't it beautiful? beautiful. I'm going to save it for my new place and yeah. put it on the kitchen it, table. It's a housewarming gift. Oh, thank you. And that's, of course, not just from us, but also from Opie and Anthony and Jimmy. And I believe um, the only producer who chipped in on it was Sam from the Sam and Dave right. show. Oh, E-Rock nice. wouldn't put thank up any you. money. No. So unfollow him on your tweets. <laughs> Get rid of him. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Would you like to have a gold box to put it in? <laughs> this is beautiful. Yeah, there's one. Yeah, put it in this gold box. Oh, all right. <laughs> Don't get mugged, because that's 24 karat gold. Wow. I it just folds easily. Oh, okay. And now, you know, when we need something, you got to give it to us. <laughs> and maybe that day will never come. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Clear your throat, we're going to go, Patty. Yeah, this is so beautiful. Hey, it's gorgeous. It's a box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, folks, we're back here tomorrow. And uh, that's the end of my show. Oh. <laughs>